Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey! Good morning, everybody. You got me, Scott. <laughs> Scott throws on the shades. All right. That's right. What do the shades mean? Well, I started wearing them yesterday. Yeah. I think it's Just a look. For funsies? Well, I read a book, and so I'm a little... See the world a little brighter than I used to. You read a book. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for you. What book? The good book? Oh, yeah. I read that one. <laughs> I read a book, so I'm going to wear sunglasses inside. Well, I see everything a little brighter now. Or is it the book. sun never goes down in the land of cool? That's right. All right. Well. <laughs> I've been on a tour bus before. <laughs> All right. Uh, Liv joins us this morning. Good morning, Liv. How are you on this uh, on this, this Thursday? Make half note. Half awake. Oh, you're half awake, huh? Yeah. Halfway there. Whoa. Oh, half a week or half, half awake? Half awake. <laughs> okay. That's why one eye is open, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> Scott, make note, it's Thursday. Oh. Uh, it's also Groundhog Day. Then put your little hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb. Scott, it's your job to monitor. <laughs> okay. Ooh, the updates. The Punxsutawney Phil feed. Ah. All right. Yeah. Quite exciting, I believe. Quite exciting oh, down gosh. there at uh, Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> that's right. Out Which there in just, Punxsutawney. That's, that's, I feel Why like is that you should funny? rename that. Why is that funny? Yeah. I don't see I don't, the play here. <laughs> no, you don't? No. Uh, no humor. Oh, because oh. it's no not No humor turkey. in that name. It's not a turkey. Gobbler, I guess. I don't know. Right. So they should uh, be making the announcement 6.30 our time. They get out there Sounds early and right. do it. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, not, um, it's not intuitive, right? If, if it sees its shadow, oh, darn it. 
Oh, How come is it? on, I man. Every year every you forget. Time. So if it sees its shadow, which means the sun would be out, you would think that means a shorter winter, but it's not. It means a longer winter. Am I right? Ah, uh, yeah. I am. I think so. All right, great. Glad we got this. Well, okay. So, so, we, so we want it to be cloudy. We want, we, you're basically wishing for bad weather on Groundhog Day, okay. right? That, that, that's no, the, no, we need longer winter. No, <laughs> no we don't. Oh, we well, don't. yeah, we do not need a longer winter. Oh, I thought we did. Okay, so here's what they say: some Groundhog Day 2023 facts. Moon, do not put too much stock in Punxsutawney Phil's predictions. What's his? Uh... He's been making them since 1986. What's and, his record? And he's only been right 39% of the time. So. Oh, that's good. So you'd be better off flipping a coin. <laughs> I think he can still graduate with that. That said, the Groundhog Club claims he's never wrong. They say it's their fault for misinterpreting his language, which is Groundhoggese. That makes sense. Now, he does usually predict six more weeks of winter. So coming into today, he has seen a shadow 106 times plus one partial shadow in 1942. He's only said no shadow 19 times that we know of. There were 10 years where there were no records. So that partial shadow was a statement about World War II getting political. Interesting. He supposedly oh. said, war clouds have blacked out parts of the shadow. Then in uh, 1943, that was the only year he did not make an appearance at all. <gasps> now they used to eat Phil. No! After, <laughs> after he made his prediction. They served him up after the first official Groundhog Day in 1887 and said he was, quote, tender. That's awful. What does that mean? A great summer. If he's tender, it's a great summer. Mm. Now, despite that fact, officials at the Groundhog Club claim he is immortal. There's a club? Man, they really milked. The it's dudes in the hat. <laughs> the dudes in the hats. Yeah, I just thought it was like a ceremony. No, it's a club. Man, they really. Really? They really put it together when yeah. they had this town and they were drowning. And they're like, "Hey, what are we? What are we going to do to get people here to eat the steak at, during February?" Now, supposedly, <laughs> according to the Groundhog Club, uh, Punxsutawney Phil drinks something called the Elixir of Life every summer, and uh, they've been using the same Groundhog all these years. And Phil does have a wife, and what is her name? Phyllis. Jill. Phyllis. Yeah. Wow. It is Phyllis. Nice. Now, they've never had kids. The Groundhog Club says uh, she does not drink the elixir of life and is not immortal. Oh, that's, that's oh, rough. No, so he's pervy. He wow. keeps getting new ladies. Yeah, no kidding. Now, during Prohibition, Phil threatened to take drastic action. <laughs> he said if they didn't let him have a drink, he'd impose 60 more weeks of winter. <gasps> I like 60 that. more weeks of winter. Uh, the, uh, the Gobbler's Knob event attracts thousands of people. So the record was around 40,000 in uh, 2020. Then Holy the next year it was zero. Wait, you tell me 40,000 40, people 40,000 people showed up at Gobbler's Knob in 2020. If you see the crowd right now, it looks like New York Times Square. So it's Ready just a, for this. So it's just like, uh, and, I'm be, and I'm being serious because obviously this whole thing is a racket. But at the same time, like it's, it's good that these towns like have, this, have these kind of things. So 40,000 people, and it's just like a party. Is it like a Mardi Gras kind of thing? I'm assuming. Okay, so it's like an all-day party. They get there super early in the morning and then just kind of have fun yep. in the afternoon? Oh. And and I guess the, the town, I'm sure they get a lot of revenue from yeah. you know, from people visiting for this one day. But what's the focus on the uh, on the revenue? Are we talking like a 
like a craft fair or are there, are there tents up? Because uh, I'm, I'm being honest with this question. The only thing I ever see is the podium and the squirrel and the guys. There's so a squirrel? I mean, no, I'm not, not entirely sure as to what kind of celebration it is. I wonder. I mean, what, what are 40,000 people to do? Well, I would so, imagine so, they have a street fair. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all playing bags? Sure. Maybe. Yeah. So before now, before the Bill Murray movie came out thirty years ago this month, uh, only around two thousand people were showing up for it. Oh wow! So man, oh, so the movie, wow. I mean, just holy cow! You know, put it put it into put it in the stratosphere. Now, speaking of the movie, some nut job just finished watching it every day for a full year, and he wrote an article about it for theconversation.com, and uh, he says he went through four stages while watching. Groundhog Day every day. Uh, the first month was fun, and he focused on the story. But after that, he knew it so well, all he could do was zone in on tiny details. So, for example, there's a kid in a wheelchair in the background of a hospital scene. He realized it's the same kid Bill Murray starts catching every day when he falls out of a tree. Oh. Wow. So there were little things like that. That's great. Huh. Um, the third stage started six months in after he'd basically memorized everything. And he says watching the movie was pretty miserable at that point. And he was talking to the characters as it played. But the fourth stage came around uh, month nine uh, when he says he started to enjoy it again for some reason. Partly because he was uh, talking about it with other fans. And it sounds like his final viewing was a big relief. He celebrated by watching it at a movie theater. And he says he might watch it again, but not anytime soon. <laughs> Tell you what, man. Groundhog Day is the thing that always, if I have to pick what was Harold Ramis's best, uh, maybe not best achievement, but like the thing that he gave society the most. And there's so much to choose from. If you look at all the stuff he wrote and directed or whatever, didn't he write and direct that? Or, or he was uh, like, Yes, he yeah. was the director for sure. Uh, story by... Well, he wrote the screenplay and he directed it. Yeah, I got to say, other than Ghostbusters, and with all he did, which was crazy, way more prolific than you think, I think that Groundhog Day, when I think about it, makes me miss Harold Ramis the most. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's, and, just, and it's him kind and, of a and, perfect movie. Yeah, apparently him and Bill Murray, I mean, that was the end of their relationship. Bummer. Really? Like, he, according to all reports, and, and you know, it's coming out now that Bill Murray... Mm. Is not a nice person. No. Like in reality, everybody's got this whole Bill Murray's the greatest guy on the earth. It did, yeah, He's he, a quirky guy. He had a good run of positive press. There. It's slowly coming out like, hey, you know what? He may not be the saint everybody has painted him out to be. Saying that the needle is tilting a bit more Chevy Chase than Harold Ramis right. for the yeah. Bill Murray. So he's casted correctly in his movies where he has to learn a lesson. And But that's the wild thing is when you watch that movie, it's. It looks like it would be one of the most fun films to film. Uh, 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 my wife is constantly hearing me go, oh, man, wouldn't this have been fun to be in? Uh, every, every movie that I watch, not everyone, but some of them, in particular scenes, I'm just like, wow, what a fun thing for these yeah. actors. And I would just think that movie would have been so fun. Well, and I think they finally reconciled uh, Harold Ramis and, and Bill Murray, like on Harold Ramis' deathbed. Wow. I think they finally reconciled. You know, whatever, whatever beef they had. Huh. Of course, I think I was making him eat the cake. <laughs> well, isn't that a famous scene in there where he's eating the cake in the diner? Oh, yeah. 
And he actually had to keep doing that? I don't know if that was the source of uh, <laughs> Harold just made me eat all this cake. Feud, but okay. So here's so everybody is familiar with that movie. Yeah. Okay. How long's the time loop? So how long is he stuck? How long is Bill Murray stuck in the time loop? Ooh. Oh, does it ever say it, or is this it a, never something says you have to math out? I'm gonna say six years. Harold, Rand, so it never said it in the movie. I think it's longer. I think it was decades, wasn't it? So oh, the man, duration of Phil's real time entrapment in the loop has been subject to much much discussion. I'm trying How, to think because he because he remember he learned all that poetry, he memorized all that stuff. Didn't he take French? He took French. Piano. He took lessons. piano lessons. Yeah. Dance lessons. So Ramis once said he believed the film took place over ten years. Ten years. When a blogger estimated the actual length to be approximately nine years, Harold Ramis disputed that estimate on his and and his own. So he originally said ten years. And they said, nah, maybe that's not right. He replied that it takes at least 10 years to become good at an activity. Like, remember, he all of a sudden he was proficient in ice sculpting. Yes. <laughs> and French. Uh, and allotting for the downtime and misguided years he spent, right? Because he didn't, he didn't immediately start, you know, accepting the fact that he was stuck in the time loop. Uh Harold Ramis uh, says it was more like 30 or 40 years. Yeah. Dang. Could you imagine? So a similar estimate suggests that it takes at least 10,000 hours of study uh, to become an expert in a field. And given the number of loops seen or mentioned on screen and how long Phil could spend per day studying, Phil spent approximately 12,400 days or nearly 40, uh, I'm sorry, 34 years trapped in the loop. My I'm not even goodness. 34 years old. Yeah. What's a bummer is think about, you know, his love interest, Chris Elliott's character, all those folks. They never got to learn all these cool lessons, but they're still stuck in the same loop he was. <laughs> That's he true. He's like a mastermind, and they're just stuck being the same thing. Or were they just in his loop? Like, like Were a, they able to like go outside iteration? of it? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. The original concept draft had him, <clears throat> had him stuck between 70 and 80 years. Well, I hope everybody, when they watch Groundhog Day today, thinks about and celebrates Harold Ramis because he's, he's. Oh man, the, what uh, a great movie! Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful film. That's a great movie. Do you remember we did that? Were you with me when we did that? Um, I don't know if they do this anymore. Uh, you watch the movie and the chef makes a meal. Tenacious eats. Tenacious eats. Oh, that sounds so fun. Yeah, it was the greatest. It, the, the, where the meal did we was, go? Oh yeah, we went to a couple times. Groundhog Day? Uh, yeah, I might have uh, might have been to that one. I went to probably 10 of those things. Tenacious Eats was the coolest. That's awesome. The coolest. They would match. She would match. Um, Chef is phenomenal, by the way. The food, incredible. The pastries, incredible. And they would have drinks. They would bring in like a, what's a, what's a master drink? Oh, like a mixologist. Yeah, mixologist. And everything would be based on the movie. <gasps> so you have this like three and four course meal that's all based on the movies. It was Amazing. Talk about like a perfect date night t type yeah. of thing. This was amazing. What else did I see? I saw um, the hotel one. Uh, what, what's that called? Um, oh, shoot. Has uh, Ralph Fiennes in it. Um, that was yes, a really... Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, that was a really good one because I'd never seen that. And the food was so good. I mean, you, you start like... Now Now when you see certain movies, I think of certain tastes. I'm like, oh, yeah. Ooh. Remember that one meal? So they did History of the World Part 1. Uh, oh, the movie Chef. The the, yeah. the uh, John Favreau movie where okay. he has the food truck. Oh, the first time I saw Elf was at Tenacious Eats. Better <gasps> Off Dead. That was good. Uh, Breakfast Club. Uh, Groundhog Day. That's the one we went to. 
Uh, when was that? This was the greatest. Somebody bring that back. <laughs> when Harry Met Sally, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yep, I saw that one. Labyrinth. Oh. Dazed and Confused. The Big Lebowski. The Sandlot. Oh, the best. Caddyshack. Harold Ramis. The Help. Uh, the Wedding Singer. <gasps> Blues Brothers. Julie and Julia. The Goonies. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Airplane. Mars Attacks. Yeah, I don't know if they do these anymore. That what a great it was. That was a cool concept. Yeah. Yeah, what that, food would Mars Attack? Uh, what would they have for that? I don't know. Mars man. Attack. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, he's he's the got menu. the menu. Oh dang. Uh, let me see. Uh, Kentucky flamed beef tips. Mm. Donuts. They brought that fire all the way. Sassafras smoked chicken. <laughs> uh, ribs. It's all like fancy. Like fancy foods, fancy foods, yeah. fancy yeah, it foods. Was, it was really yeah. That crazy. was that was a cool that was a cool concept. Hey, um, oh, live punks, Tawny, Pennsylvania. Live. Here's the. So they did it, huh? Rat. Yeah. Let's see what he says here. Don't Here's the rat on channel two. Punks, Tawny fills out. Did he see a shadow? It's quite well behaved. Do they sedate this guy? No. If you remember in New Jersey, they they do what now? There, there's a couple Groundhog Day celebrations where they have different groundhogs. Um, there was one in New Jersey who died like the day before. Oh, that's right. And Oof. then the next one bit the guy, right? Uh, <laughs> and there was one in New York City where the mayor like dropped it. Oh, that's and he right. Died. And he died. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. It was a disaster. So that was like, it happened like back to back, too. Yeah. It was like not the year for groundhogs. Failed. You got it? Oh, no, no, no. That was somebody, oh, come on. Somebody put a curse on the I'm species. I'm waiting for the update. It's not telling me yet. It caught him. Man. I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna. We're gonna do family family movie night tonight. Uh, I want to know why the Twitter video is behind. I just look back there and I see uh, that one. Oh, he's reading the proclamation. Okay. Wow, oh, they're doing the proclamation right now because this is this is binding. Actually, you know that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see here. Is that the same guy every time looking like the Monopoly guy? There he is. There he is. <laughs> oh, you can't. You can't hear him. It's about to make hear the announcement. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Oh, hey, it's yeah. official. Now on this February 2nd, Punxsutawney Phil, the seer of seers, was awakened from his wintry nap at dawn on Gobbler's Knob. Phil looked to the skies and then, speaking in Groundhoggese, directed this President Dunkel to the proper scroll, which reads, I see the morning has brought the finest people. I see their bravery and spirit. The time... I see the folks with gray in their hair, and I see the kids all young and scrawny. <laughs> their eyes and cheeks aglow from the cold, clean air of sweet Punxsutawney. <laughs> I see that everyone knows their part. I'll just get to and it. And I am merely the sage. He's cute. You see the, the animal? But above look? all else, I see a shadow oh. on my stage. And so... No matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. Hey, why are we cheering that? One. Hey, you know why we're cheering that? Because 39% <laughs> correct rate. Well, wrong. what's the last 10 years been? We can go from that because then we'll know if he's correct or not. Oh, because it's a new, it's it's the... Uh... Yeah, we'll say from the last 10 years, has he been 30%? I don't know, Scott, but this is disappointing. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> Quite disappointing Day this ruined. morning. Stupid rodent. <laughs> Who cares what he says anyway? Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, so <laughs>
Some uh, things making their way around the internet I'd like to discuss. Uh, have you heard of this uh, 100 envelope challenge? Nope. Is that the money thing? Yes. Yes. This sounds expensive. So you know it about this. It is expensive. <laughs> what is it? So Liv knows about this. Uh, if you're uh, uh, on the TikToks, you may have seen this uh, 100 envelope challenge and there are the videos to go along with it. The, the hashtag has accumulated uh, about 160 million views. So there are several different versions, but, but here's the idea of this. So you get 100 envelopes. You number them one to 100. Already too much work for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you put $1 into the first envelope. On day two, you put $2 into the second envelope. On day three, it's three bucks, and so on and so forth, until the 100th day when you put in $100. And by the end, you will have how much in all 100 envelopes? Oh, man, I don't like this game. I'm going to say $800. $5,050. Wait, what? If you, how am I doing yeah, my Just math? think like day 98, it's $98. Day 99, it's $99. Day 100, it's $100. Oh, I was thinking like that. I'm just that bad at math. <laughs> oh, man, if I tried to do this in my head, my head would explode. So it's supposed to be an exercise to get you to save money. Uh but the more you think about it, the less clever it seems. So a lot of people barely make $5,000 in three months, so they don't have the option of stuffing that loose cash in envelopes. Yeah. yeah. Since it's needed for, I don't know, rent and food. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no magic happening here. It's just, no, it's just you, you need money. to have five grand to put in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's just <laughs> a way to make it kind of tangible and to see it. That's why I just do the, the double thing. You know, you start with a dollar, then you double it every day. Yes. It gets easier that way. It's backloaded. So while it while it's workable in the first couple of weeks, by the final week, you'll need six hundred and seventy nine bucks, which is about a hundred bucks a day. Cause think on the back end, you're putting yeah. in eighty, eighty one a day, eighty two a day, eighty three. I wonder if you start front load it. Like you start but 100 bucks. Or just randomize it. Like, close your eyes, like, oh, today it's 30 bucks. Oh, today it's $5. Uh, that might be the That is way. not the spirit uh. of the challenge. <laughs> Can't make your own Ruined it. Up. Hmm. I like the spirit of the challenge. Yeah. I'm uh, not sure I could do that. Also, the money is not accruing interest. Uh, so, you won't earn a big amount of interest on that money in three months, but some online savings accounts are offering 3% interest these days. And Wow. On a full five thousand dollars, that's more than twelve bucks a month. So I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty decent. It's um, yeah, that's it's a that's, great idea. And don't forget, it's going to cost you more if you seal those envelopes. So you know, leave them open. Oh, think of that time. But it also makes it harder to get that money out if you're trying to save it. Well, it's also risky to have just a bunch of envelopes of cash sitting around. I'm not talking about time, Scott. I'm talking about the box of envelopes you just cost yeah. yourself. <laughs> that's true. Well, and think yeah, about these idiots. <laughs> Think about these morons that are going on to, to social media going, I got nine to nine. I'm day 100 of all these envelopes of cash yeah. at my house. That's a good point. <laughs> mm -hmm. Of course it is. I'm to the point when I have to send out a lot of mail, I'm like, damn it, man. It's like an $11 day. You know what I mean? Just just sending out stamps and things. And I know it's it's super cheap and our system is incredible. But like at the same time, even that's expensive. This is, uh, hey, I'm, I'm, we're on our way to, to go to Cancun for a week. Here's my empty house. <laughs> Rob me. <laughs> With my $5,000 in cash. Yeah, just look around for a stack of envelopes. <laughs>
but, but anyway, this could be a nice way to force yourself into, into saving some money. If you, have a, if you have a decent income and you're just spending too much, but even then, you're, you'll probably have to plan ahead for the expensive uh, days at the end. There's also a better version that a few people are doing. It goes like this. Number, number the, uh, the 100 envelopes. Uh, then drop it in a box, and then each week pick out two envelopes at random and save the amount of money on just those See, two. There you go. I didn't there. ruin it. Yeah, you did it correct. Oh, somebody on Twitter says the, uh, the, the, you're supposed to draw a random envelope to mix it up. So you, you mark it. So, you, you know, 100 on this one, and you, you, you draw the number. Not the 100 envelope challenge I read, but okay if you want to you go your own way. It does seem like more fun, though. Yeah. I mean, or uh, less stress. It's a roll stress. of the dice. Yeah, less stress, maybe. So after 50 weeks, if you do that, if you draw the two envelopes a week, you'll have the you'll have the five thousand fifty dollars. It's more fun because you know you don't know what two envelopes will come up each week. First of all, if you can pull this off and you need this to get into habit of, of saving money, guess what happens at the end of that when you when you un, undo the five thousand? Let's spend it all. You gotta yeah. spend it all. Well, you, right. you earned it. <laughs> and also, if you do the two envelopes a week, it's it's. It's more sustainable since, at most, it could be 199 bucks. At most. True. And the challenge is spread over a whole year. And, and you should consider banking it. But, okay. That's what's making the rounds, is the 100 envelope challenge. Also, man, and we saw this video yesterday. Moon, footage captures boulder nearly crushing a woman inside her house. <gasps> Did you guys see this? No. Oh, Why'd she have goodness. a boulder in her home? She didn't want it in her house. <laughs> it wasn't a welcome guest. If you could post this video, yeah. did you see it yesterday? No, I haven't seen. Wild, it. dude. This video is. I don't. This is a. Uh, this is some divine stuff here. So there's man. no real audio to play on this, but uh, a, a massive boulder crashed into this house over the weekend in Hawaii, narrowly missing a woman who's basically between her kitchen and her living room. The, the audio is an explosion, basically. Ooh. Hey, you know, roll back. Let me see if I can just get the audio of it. Go, go ahead. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. The crazy thing is, she says she never even saw it. She just heard a giant boom, and it missed her by millimeters. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. It, it it touches her sweater. Yeah. yeah, the hair in her back was swaying. The crazy thing is, so she's like in between what looks like maybe a kitchen or something, and she's going towards the living room, and it went, it w goes right in between her and the couch. So even if someone was laying on that couch, somehow it missed it. It brushed the couch. You can see a little damage on the couch, but somehow just through this house full of people. So official said, so this boulder was uh, five feet high, five feet wide, broke through the home's cinder block, uh, cinder block wall. Through the living room and then another wall before it settled into a bedroom. <laughs> and this is Saturday night around midnight. A uh, car was also damaged. Nobody inside was hurt, thank God. Look at uh, that. Look at that slow motion. Look at this. Obviously, the woman was shaken. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and, and by the way, to make this even worse, Yikes. this is a newely built home. No. Uh, they were in there for about a week. Oh, no. About a week. Yeah. Okay, so this boulder probably came down because of construction and things? They're saying... Uh, there's some excavation work uh, at a planned development nearby, and somebody's in trouble. Something let loose. I'm gonna assume somebody's in trouble. I mean, wouldn't you think if this is near a construction site, boy, oh boy. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean there's some man. Yeah, I guess uh, 
You know, they're, they're moving some stuff around, and this, this boulder came loose. I mean, it's a freak accident. I don't know how you could get in trouble for that. What do you mean? If, it's a, if, you're, if, you, if you're responsible for a construction site and a boulder just happens to go through a brand new home that's right down the hill, I'm going to go ahead and say <sighs> yeah. somebody's on the hook. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. You know yeah. the insurance company is going to be yeah. like, we're going after somebody. Yeah. yeah, you think the foreman's like, what boulder? I'm assuming they knew. I don't know, no boulder. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You just said a five-by-five-foot rock at so the top woman, of a hill. So a woman almost gets crushed in her own house by boulder. Uh, okay, that's a terrible way to die. Unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> not expecting that to happen. But hey, if it takes you out quick, though, I mean, at least oh, you're that not. Oh, that would have been a quick. <laughs> that would have been a quick, you're done. Think so? Oh, yeah. That thing, the, the size and speed of that thing rolling through the house, that thing rolled through a cinder block wall, through the outer wall of the house. I guess it depends on how it hits you. Oh, man, if she got hit head on. Well, I mean, you know, her head is above the rock. I mean, it was, it was on the floor. It would have taken out her. Oh, that thing would have rolled right over her. Oh, man. Crushed. Crushed. A five-by-five five rock, yeah. Five-by-five, five, that thing probably weighed a ton. Oof. That thing was was hauling ass, too. It was in a man. hurry. Yeah. Okay, so killed by Boulder. And I just want to touch upon the almost-killed-by-cheesecake woman. What? Because I read more about that. So we had a story, uh, we had a couple stories this week. One guy, he uh, faked his own death just to see how many people would show up to his funeral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was curious. I feel what like are the benefits of having a funeral if you don't know who's coming? Right? Just have a birthday party. <laughs> he wanted to see how many people would mourn his death. So he came up with this elaborate scheme that he, you know, unexpectedly died. He put it on social media, and uh, they had a whole memorial service and and funeral, and then he went, ta-da, and he was there. Family, Would you be mad at that point family, or relieved? Friends, oh, people me? His mother was alive and didn't know. His 80-year-old mother oh, was there. Who was in a wheelchair. Oh, God. Assumed her son was dead. Yeah, this is a crummy person. And had to go through six days of, oh, of tears. Morning and, yeah. and, then, and sorrow. And, and then, then go, hee hee. It's an experiment for my ego and narcissism. 300 people are here. All right. And you also feel bad for the people that are happy. He was no longer here. You know, the crazy <laughs> thing, now he has confirmation that no one will be at his actual funeral. God yeah, that's the... That's confirmation right there. Well, at least he knew who would have... Who would have come. come. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now nobody will show up when it really dies. Uh, then there's the uh, the story of the uh, woman who faked her own death uh, by finding somebody who looked like her <gasps> on Instagram. I, I heard about the doppelganger murderer. Yeah, the doppelganger murderer <sighs> in Germany. That's Found a up. woman who looked like her on Instagram... Lured her to some place and killed her. Not good. And at first, she was going to get away with it. At first, the family identified the body found in her cars. Yeah, that's her. And then cops like, wait a minute. We do a thing, you know, this forensics thing. And this doesn't, this is not adding up here. So she got busted. And then you brought the woman of the, the, the story of the woman who tried to poison a friend with a cheesecake. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Also, uh, that, that was that was a trying doppel- to steal her identity. Yeah, that was a doppelganger kind of thing. 
So a New York woman is on trial for trying to kill her friend with a poison cheesecake. Uh, this is back in 2016. Uh, a woman named uh, Victoria attempted to knock off a woman named Olga with poison cheesecake. And the plan was for Victoria to steal Olga's identity. Which I guess is a, I mean, that's a good food to go with, I suppose, because who's going to deny cheesecake? <laughs> the cheesecake was <laughs> laced with tranquilizer. <sighs> and the victim, this Olga woman, was found the next day, she didn't die, with pills like scattered around her. <gasps> to make it look like to she killed To make it look like she killed herself. So this Victoria woman has uh, been charged with attempted murder. So the moral of the story is don't be friends with people that look like you. I guess so. You just oh, don't know. Good lesson. <laughs> yeah, I'm only friends with blondes from here on out. <laughs> I guess so. Huh. I guess so. So, Yeah, you're a lovely person, but I'm going to have to break off this friendship because we just look too similar, I tell you. <laughs> so killed by, killed by Boulder, killed by Cheesecake, what are the odds? What are the odds? What are the odds? These are odds I probably don't want to know. Listen, somewhere a couple of goth teens are debating right now whether they'd rather know when they die or how they'll die. And they'll be digging this right here. So a website put together a graphic showing your odds of dying from various accidents in your lifetime. So I'm going to give you the most likely to die to least likely to die. So what are the odds of dying in a motor vehicle accident? And this is kind of morbid, guys. Are you talking percent or, or what? The odds. So it's 101 to 1 that you will die in a motor vehicle accident. 101 to 1? 101 to 1. That's terrible. Complications of medical and surgical care, 798 to 1. Those are your odds of dying from that. Wow. Also, terrible. terrifying. <laughs> I don't, man. I don't like this. Yeah, you should have told me. I would have stepped out on this one. No, you're going to sit here. Now, these are, these are numbers. I will tape you to your chair. <laughs> these are numbers I'd have punched out of. Alcohol poisoning, 1,606 to 1. Hmm. Accidental building fire, 1,825 to 1. Can I ask, is this a metric that goes worldwide? Is this global? Because that definitely changes. That eases my fears. Just tell me it's global. Gone. <laughs> <Local. laughs> tell me it's global. I'm not telling you anything. It just says local, yeah. Yeah, this is St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your odds of dying by choking on food, 2,745 to 1. Yikes. That's a scary one. I know that sounds silly, but that's a I scary eat food. one. I food. <laughs> well, because, you know, we, we do eat a lot. And uh, I would just, I mean, knowing, like, you know, the last thought is, how stupid is this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how stupid would you feel? I would just feel so at fault. Dumb There's, ways it, to it, die. I, yeah, I've, oh, I would just be one of those where you're just like, no, 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 not like this. Drowning <laughs> in a swimming pool, 5,882 to one. Uh, dying from sunstroke, 6,368 to one. Accidental firearm discharge, 7,998 to one. Drowning in something other than a pool, ah. 10,386 to one. This one is uh, airplane crash. Yeah, skip it. Next nope. to impossible. 11,756 to 1. Where's the one of just old age? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to have that. I don't have that. You have got oh, to seal this man, up. Oh, man, that one better kiss. be like, you know, 50 to 1 or something. I'll, I'll, I'll give you something. I'll, at the end, I will uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the odds of something that's not going to kill you. Uh, all right, bee or wasp sting. Ugh. 
57,825 to 1. You ever been stung by a wasp? Yeah, I did just at the uh, the Renaissance Festival a couple months back. Oh, no. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was there at the jousting, and then I felt I just felt something on my hand. I went to brush it away. like, ow! It was a wasp. Was that your first time? Second. The other time was in my bed. I thought it was like a tag on my pajamas. I was a kid, and it was a wasp. A wasp, huh? Ah. In my bed. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I got stung by two wasps this summer, uh, separate times, oh. for, and those were my first two times. Oh. Um, for the first 30 seconds of the first one, I thought I'd have to go to the hospital. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking out a little bit? Yeah, I was by myself. Oh. <laughs> and then it goes away. But you feel, I mean, you feel like, oh, my God, this is this is it? Yeah. It's such <laughs> an annoying pain. It is. It's you so know it's sharp. going away quick, but you're just, well, you know, in a day or two. But it's just like, dude, what a pointless yeah. moment. Oh, by the way, a five by five rock, uh, says Skylar, weighs at least four tons. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, it wasn't misplaced. Oh, where'd that come from? Like, I mean, somebody knew. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you hey, so- uh, you uh, doing that, uh, working on that excavation up there in the new development? Uh yeah, hey, did you hear what happened over the weekend? A uh, boulder came loose and went through a woman's house. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you Somebody wanna... didn't show up for work the next day, that's for sure. And you don't want to move into a neighborhood that's like boulder or round rock or something like that because, uh, you know, you probably would want to look up there and just see that one rock sitting on the edge sitting of the Sitting on there precariously. I've seen uh, black sheep, I know. Odds of dying, funny you bring that movie up, uh, odds of dying uh, in a dog attack. Ooh, 69,016 69, to 1. That's rough. Lightning, I get it. Lightning strike. 138,849 to 1. Of course, they stopped at 13 entries here, so I don't know anything else. Dun, but, dun, dun. But, of course, this is not going to kill you. Odds of winning a Powerball jackpot. 292 million to 1. Wow. Cool. <laughs> Why can't that be what the, a uh, number? A little more common. Two hundred ninety-two million to one. Well, good luck, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for the applause. Good luck. I did miss this round of the work pool, so I would be very upset if it. I, I thought I about that last night. Nobody I forgot won. about it. Oh, good. I'll have that in news. Nobody won. Oh, good. It I mean, stresses me out every time I miss it. Yeah, I don't, forgot. I don't like, you uh, think the work pool? If if you if you missed it out, if you missed. If you missed out, but but you had done it in the past, yeah. so like you know you're you're a participator, <laughs> that's cute, uh, and they won without you. Don't you think they just pay us all out of no, anyway? no, absolutely not. I tell you what, no, if I was in, if there was like a committee, like hey, like this group won, should we give it to the other people? Be like hell no, just a cool mill nope. to everybody yeah. who had pitch- nope. participated in the past. Who I'll may buy have a pizza forgotten. for everybody. No, I know the guy in charge. He would definitely give me a million. No, no I participated last year. Am I am I eligible? Okay, within a year. Listen, this, no, this, this is the committee right here. You're out. I vote. We give a cool mill to everybody in the building no, who had participated. Out. I in vote the... Moon out. Yeah. <laughs> right. no, you can give part of your money over. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm giving part of our money. No, over. no, no, no. <laughs> I get my cuts on the understanding that people who entered this pool are splitting it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not other people. Well, just so you know, office people, I'm looking out for you. I yeah. love you more than he loves yeah. you. Well, Liv, today is uh, February 2nd. I hadn't seen you this month uh, yet. But, right. You know, I was doing the dry January thing. Oh, right, right, right. Lasted 27 and a half days. Right, because you, you were going to that comedy show, and you were like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And it, <laughs> true to my word, <laughs> yeah. I let her, let her rip on a Saturday night. Had a great time. But kudos to myself for 
going 27 <laughs> yeah, but, and a half but, days. But you got to wear the pin of dry January. You kept saying, I'm, I'm doing a dry January. But you never were. You never were intending. You should have said, you should have said, I'm doing a dry 27. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's unfair to the people that actually said, I'm going to go for dry January. Because you knew you weren't. But you still got to wear the well, badge. I, I, you were yes, wearing the T-shirt. Fail, uh, technically. <laughs> I technically, it did fail. Did you have to return the shirt? I failed. I got to okay. return the mug. Got a mug. <laughs> yeah, Dry a January champion. Did Did you feel? Did you see, notice any difference? Did you feel really good? Like afterwards? Yeah. Well, like after while you were on Saturday so, night? Well, no, while you were sober, like did you like? Oh, I lost some weight, or I feel? Yes, I I, I did lose ten pounds, but that's Damn. not just because of the. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't. When I when I booze it up, it's not an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. It's uh. You know, socially, if I go out to dinner with friends or, you know, my wife, you got to, you know, get a glass of something or uh, my son's hockey games at every bar at every hockey rink. Now there's a bar <laughs> like every oh, just about every youth hockey rink in the area. There is a bar. Mm-hmm. Big moneymaker, I'd assume. Oh, yeah, because, you know, you drop the kids off an hour early before the game. They got to do their warm ups and get ready. And the parents gather around the bar and, you know, have a couple cocktails and, you know, yuck it up. <laughs> that was tough. You know, just uh, going back for a second, I, I, I'm assuming the swag for a dry January would not be a mug. A coffee mug. Oh, a coffee, coffee mug. mug. I see. A I bottle see. opener. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, look, coffee. I made dry January. Here's a, here's a beer topper. So a nutritionist shared what happens to your body when you drink after dry January. So I'd say you got you've gone the whole month. <clears throat> yep. Thirty days champion. Good for you. So the next day you're like, man, I'm gonna binge. What's gonna happen to your body? So this is a nutritionist, and she says, uh, part of the benefits of dry January is that it's also a great way to understand and realize our relationship with alcohol, which many find helps them drink less after dry January. Uh, You also have to put in the hard work through the withdrawal stages during dry January, such as feeling sluggish and dry mouth and dehydration, low mood, uh, bad skin, anxiety, restless sleep in the early days of it. Many people choose to continue drinking less or not drinking at all, as not having those symptoms make life so much easier. Yeah, there's some benefits to dry January, but you got to get through the first couple weeks. And I, I don't drink enough to have to have had any of these symptoms. And it was more of a let me see if I could do it myself kind of thing. It was, a, it was a battle of wills with me. But when we start up again, again, this is a nutritionist, our gut health suffers. Alcohol makes the stomach produce more acid, which can cause stomach lining uh, to become inflamed and can show through symptoms including diarrhea and heartburn and bloating and gas. And the inflammation can also increase leaky gut And damage the tissues in the intestines. This will decrease the body's ability to absorb nutrients from foods properly, which will potentially cause malabsorption uh, issues. Yo, if there's a power slop band out there looking for a band name, Leaky Leaky, Gut. Oh, I'm sure. Leaky Gut, There's got to be a band name, Leaky Gut. There's a praise and worship group called. Hang on, Leaky Gut. Hallelujah. Leaky, just L-E-A-K-Y, right? L-E-A-K-Y. Now, it's also going to be, you know, dehydration, electrolyte imbalances. Leaky Gut has been linked to changes in mood and anxiety. Leaky Gut Syndrome. Also, the surge in calories, which comes from drinking, can mean that weight gain is back on the table. Mm Mm-hmm. I see no, Finally. no active bands called Leaky Gut. 
Somebody grab it. Somebody grab it. Now, starting to drinking can also have an effect on your overall mood as alcohol is a depressant. So you might begin to worry about things or become more anxious when, you know, which in turn can have an effect on your sleep cycle. Your skin's also going to take a hit. Uh, it can become more dehydrated, dry, and more prone to blemishes, particularly if your sleep is impacted by drinking too much. And she says quitting alcohol temporarily or completely can positively impact your gut health and overall health. So... You have nothing to lose by keeping it dry in January, dry February, dry March and April. You get the picture. Hmm. Did you feel any difference once you did drink? Like, were you feeling oh, kind of crappy a cheap on date. Su- Sunday? No, no, I didn't. I didn't drink. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like get after it. And get you after weren't it. going streaking in the quad. No, because <laughs> you didn't have to. You said there was one or two, and you're like, "Whoo, boy!" Yeah, yeah. But Americans do love their booze, and according to the numbers. From the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and uh, Alcoholism, uh, our drinking has been actually on the decline since 1995, which is, I guess, good. But they just released the numbers from 2020. Ooh, God. <laughs> okay, that and this a, is this is skews <laughs> this skews the whole thing. We in 2020, we drank 7.9 billion gallons of booze. This is Americans. And that's higher from the year before, thanks to being home during the pandemic. And do you remember in the early weeks, months of the pandemic, you'd walk outside and you see the recycling bin filled <laughs> with empty booze bottles mm-hmm. and beer bottles and wine bottles. Mm-hmm. And we're sure it was COVID that killed everybody, not Which the booze. Which is so crazy. <laughs> now, in hindsight, you go, okay, the whole, you know, with COVID... You know, we're trying to keep ourselves healthy and keep our immune systems strong. So yep. if we do get it, mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be like nothing. We just fight it off. And here we are at home just drinking, being slothful, not doing any physical activity. Yeah. Yeah, you want to know what it looks like in the world if we didn't have to work? <laughs> That's what <laughs> would happen instantly. It's like, so booze. Of that 7.9 billion gallons, what was our favorite? Beer. Beer, Beer, of course, was a favorite. So of the 7.9 billion gallons of alcohol consumed, uh, 6.4 billion of that was beer. Wow. After that, you got your wine, and then you got your spirits. Wine was 931 million gallons, and your spirits, 635 million gallons. Uh, When broken down by a region. that's, That's kind of surprising. I thought there would be more wine, honestly. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I mean that's a, a it's a huge gap between beer and wine, and I thought I mean that's I, a big gap. That is a huge gap. I didn't realize it would be it would be that big. Do you think it's the because you can get beer, you know, a whole bunch of it for fairly cheap, and then wine is pretty expensive for each bottle. So maybe if you're drinking a ton more than you're used to, you just go ahead and get the uh, the beer. Mm. I don't know, man. I I'm, I don't I don't they didn't they didn't break down why hmm. when I drank. I I mean I thought wine was was awesome, bang for the buck. It was great. So when broken down by region, so you got the uh, the you know, northeast, midwest, south, west. Mm-hmm. Who drank the most? South. The south. Okay, you say the south. Northeast. Northeast. I'm gonna say. Actually, I'm gonna go west. West. Yes. West. West took the west. crown as the booziest in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got your northeast, midwest, and the south. South was last. South was last. Wow. Well, they got more dry states, right? South was last. Now. Or those I thought the West convenience store, you know, like where you can't have the the alcohol be sold to certain shops and all this Mm. kind of stuff. They broke it it. down by state, and they included Washington D.C. So most 
consumed per capita? What state? Yeah, and you would never guess this. Nevada? No. Per New Mexico. Capita. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> The most you like booze that? drunk per capita. <laughs> Are they like a rival? It's live free or die. That's their motto. Like. Four point eight three gallons consumed per year. <laughs> she she cackled like 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 Maine Was, and New Hampshire uh, have this thing. That's because we're so very homogenous up there. <laughs> now and now here's the thing. They say uh, it's important to note that because of the uh, no sales tax in New Hampshire. Probably people came from other states, like neighboring. Maine people Ooh. absolutely do that. Like, hey, I'm going to New Hampshire. What do you want me to get at the liquor right. store? That's very much a thing. This is by sales. So, yeah, people from Maine, people from Vermont. Yep. Would that drive makes so over much sense. Into, into New Hampshire to pick up booze. Because I think in New Hampshire, like four people live there. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I don't even remember the town that I've been to a bunch. I remember what it looks like. Went fishing there a lot. Did deep sea fishing. It, it was a great theater. You remember that theater? It was like an old town. It looked like yeah. a boardwalk kind of town. What, what What are the towns in New Hampshire? Portsmouth, Manchester. Portsmouth. I think it's Portsmouth. Oh, right and, on the and beach. You know and you yeah. know what? Also, back to broken down by region, why the West may be more boozy than the South. Uh, and my buddy brings up a good point. The South wasn't as locked down as the West was. Oh, good uh, point. that's a great good point. point. Great point. New Hampshire, like in though. Florida, you were pretty much free to do what you want. California, you were pretty locked down. New Hampshire on that beach, lots of partying. Yes, very I, it was, much. It was just like theater, bar, 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 theater, okay. bar, bar. The least boozy state in America. Utah. Yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> yep. All right. That's pretty. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> They, they Mormons this, getting lit. They have the strictest booze <laughs> laws. They really in America. make it tough. They make it tough. I remember um, not not just the uh, you know if you if you go to a store you can only get beer that has three and a half percent or those kind of changes and, and and differences. I remember going to the bar. I forget what the rule was, but I think we we said something like, uh, "Oh yeah, can I have a beer?" And uh, we'll, we'll have a couple shots. And he's like, "I can't do that." They can't serve like a beer and a shot, or they can't. What serve... about a shot in a beer, dude? They, they can't. <laughs> they, there's so many rules, and the guy's like, wow. "Listen, man." I know you guys are from out of town. If you do this and you say it this way and then do this, maybe I oh, can do it. Oh, that's workarounds? Oh, it was ridiculous. There was so many, like, hoops you had to jump. And the bartender was like, oh, I'm not from here either. This is obnoxious, but this, this, this is the law. Okay, so as far as boozy state goes, boozy states go, where, where are we? When the the top 25 or bottom 25? Top Missouri. 25. Top 25. Let me say middle. Well, I'll you say need to be the top or bottom. <laughs> we are in the top. Uh-huh. Not top 10. We're number 18. That's not terrible. Okay. And that's Illinois. <laughs> it, it, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's kind of I thought it'd be. I thought we'd be, we'd be higher. I thought, it'd be closer, I thought we'd be closer to 10. Uh, Illinois was 25th. In Missouri, we drank 13.6 million gallons of booze. Dang. How much of that was bush or bud or? Most of it. <laughs> All of like, it's Most of bush. it. You got like the top five by chance? I'm curious. Let me look that up. New Hampshire. New Hampshire, Utah's at the bottom. New Hampshire, uh, if if it's out the out west, who's who's really locking it in out west? I mean, and, California. And that brings up a good point here. Of course, beer is more consumed than wine. Good old boys aren't opening the garage fridge and popping a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're but, crack, cracking hey, open Darryl. a couple cold ones. Uh, I just I just mean like in 2020, it was a, it was a lot of people like sitting and and uh, you know just kind of hanging out. I thought wine would kind of skyrocket, really have its have its moment there. But I wonder what states on the West are really locking it in. If it's not, if it's not Utah, oh Nevada has to be in there, right? Because of, oh, oh yeah. Vegas per capita. If you're going with people that and have they probably didn't there. lock down much in Nevada, right? I doubt they did. I don't did. think so. Yeah, yeah I but know. I mean, you got well. I remember Vegas was emptied out 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that makes Vegas Nevada probably been out. on the on okay. the other end of the spectrum. And then yeah. I'm going to find this. Arizona's list. got a lot of money. Yeah, and then Montana would that's uh those folks up there know how to drink. Oh. Yeah, but I feel like Montana knows how to be locked All right, down. Oh, here we go. So uh, they were, they, you know what I mean? Like they they probably didn't gallons adjust. per capita. <laughs> Ranking the states here. Okay, so New Hampshire was number 1. Delaware was number 2. Delaware. <laughs> also, no, who thinks of Delaware? Ta- tax free, right? Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. That's why all the companies are headquartered there in that one. And then you building. have a lot of big states surrounding Delaware. Remember, this is per capita, so. And then you got D.C. D.C. was third? D.C. was third. Wow. Nevada, fourth. Montana, fifth. Wow, good job. Thank North you. North Dakota, Vermont, Wisconsin. Hey, oh, Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all the northern. Colorado. Everything's, There's nothing everything's else cold. to do up there. Colorado was number 10. <laughs> Colorado, number 10. Wyoming, Minnesota, Alaska, Florida, Hawaii, Oregon, Rhode Island, Missouri, California, Jersey, Massachusetts. If it's if it's per capita, Alaska is astoundingly hammered. <laughs> I'm telling you, every single time I've been up there, every, it's, as soon as you land, they're like, hey, we'll buy you shots, we'll buy, buy you booze. As soon as you tell them you're from anywhere else, they are the nicest, most accommodating, just wonderful people, and they want to get you hammered. <laughs> Because they're hammered. I'm telling you, they drink better than anybody I've ever seen. We were woken up at, I think we were in like a restaurant, a grandma-style like restaurant, breakfast. And this gal, this is 6 a.m., we're going snow machining, we're going snowmobiling into a glacier. We're on our way. And she comes over with a tray of probably 30 shots. (gasps) And was like, come on, come on. And then if you say no, they start calling you all sorts of names. So you have to. shame you into it. They shame you into (laughs) it. They are uh, crazy drinkers. Two things here. Yes, Steve, I know January is 31 days. Thank you. Uh, Riz completed a moist January, not not dry. <laughs> <laughs> just right. a little, just a little moist. <laughs> I, think, I think that's accurate. Thank just, you. Yeah, that's a moist right, yeah. January. I'll take it. <laughs> that's good. All right, before we hit the Team Riz member of the day, I do want to do this. And we haven't had a uh, douchebag of the day this year so far, but man, Ooh. this is a person that is quite deserving of such an honor. Today's douchebag of the day is from Iowa, the great state of Iowa. 19 year old woman from Iowa, busted, taking donations for the cancer she did not have. Oh, oh. man, this is so rotten. This is so rotten, especially since the the you know we do a lot of work with the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, yep. Purple Stride. We raise a lot of money. Um, Madison Russo has been charged with theft after lying to people that she was suffering from quote leukemia, <gasps> stage two pancreatic cancer, and a tumor the size of a football that wrapped around her spine. Wow! And she had been faking her cancer journey on social media and on a GoFundMe page. <sighs> so how was she busted? Now, um, when people who actually have medical experience read her postings and saw her pictures, they go, this is not right. This is not. There are some medical discrepancies here. There were, quote, terrible life-threatening inaccuracies of her medical equipment placement on her body. So she was <laughs> pretending she'd have like a, oh, you know, no. tubes and stuff. And they're like, that's not right. No. Oh, wow. Also, now to the layman, like if I would see that, I go, wow, that's 
horrible. You know, she's suffering and has all these tubes. A person who is in the know would go, this is not right. Also, some pictures were taken clearly in her apartment and not at a doctor's office. Oh. She was also using pictures posted by real cancer patients and passing them off as her own. Oh, no. She wound up raising more than thirty-seven grand from <gasps> 438 donations. And she was giving speeches, and she was going around talking to people. Wow. And she was arrested uh, late last week, and uh, she'll be arraigned in March. So, oof. Madison Russo, you are today's douchebag of the day. Douche canoe. Douche canoe, indeed. Wow. All right, Mooners. Now she will be tried in, in you know, in an actual courtroom. But uh, you know, we got to do our own thing here. Yep. Yeah. So, you have the arsenal. I have, and I've rotated uh, through some of the uh, weaponry here. But I, I think we, uh, I think we started off slow with a, a lesson of a douche whip. Why don't we go oh, with a whip? We'll start. The old douche whip. We'll start. There you go. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. And then uh, I think uh, a laser doesn't sound so pleasant. Let's do a douche All laser. Right, douche laser. Douche. Now, one all. final. Come on. We are not messing around. We're bringing in... The cherry on top. The bunker buster. Oh, the Whoa. bunker buster. That's right. That's right. Calling an airstrike. <laughs> I just heard all those fake tubes going by. Yeah, that's what that was. Yep. Yowzers. How horrible. That's And that's... To, to prey on the good nature of, of people is just... It's awful. And then it just ruins it for people that are actually of in course. need. Yeah. I'd say that's the most horrible. Yeah. You're preying on the goodness of somebody, the charity of somebody, and it just lies. Oh. And it makes that person who did give wary of ever giving again. Yep. So, congratulations. And that's brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Girl, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from lovely, beautiful Granite City, Illinois, Mike Murphy. Yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike listens to the Riz Show podcast every day during his two-hour commute. Mike says, I reference the Riz Show at least five times a day, if not more, with my friends, family, and co-workers. Well, I'm sure that's not annoying to them. Loves the back-and-forth banter, Friday fails, and match up with Moon. Well, thank you, Mike. Mike Murphy from Granite City is our Team Riz member of the day. Get a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Yeah, I do want to give a uh, shout-out here to Michael, who sent us a message on the 105.7 The Point mobile app. Says, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Long-time listener. On my first vacation in five years. Oh, my goodness. Congrats. Thanks for the invite. Coffee in hand. Going to turn on the YouTube feed and watch you guys for the first time ever. Have a great show. Five out of five stars. You earned that. Well, hey, Mike. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Mike. Over here. Michael, first time off in five years. How many Correct. vacation days are you leaving on the table every year? Right? Yes. We finally earned those. He cashes them out. Yeah, he Take finally earned a vacation day. That's good. <laughs> it takes a while to accrue. Yeah, but I man, guess so. get that eight <laughs> full day. That's good. All right, we got uh, news coming up after the break, including and just astonishing number of cars stolen in the St. Louis area. I'll give you the numbers. I'll break them down. And where are those? Ca- get your car stolen. Where are those cars going? 
after stolen. That's an interesting story. Interesting, too. Hey, podcasters, Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whatever you drive, car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you can count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. And you can count on Dobbs uh, Service Pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri. Complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. Take the time to check out Dobbs' money-saving February specials at go2dobbs.com then drive into any of the Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for expert tire and auto service and for fantastic savings using Dobbs' February deals today. Go to Dobbs.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. Hey, it's Moon, and I am so excited for Arch Madness. It's a perfect event for my family to really enjoy some basketball right here. The State Farm MVC Men's Basketball Championship Arch Madness is just around the corner. Arch Madness begins at Enterprise Center March 2nd through the 5th. Tips off all the men's basketball conference tournaments. 12 Missouri Valley teams, including SIU. Carbondale, Missouri State, Bradley, Murray State, and UIC, University of Illinois Chicago. They're going to battle for an automatic berth into the NCAA tournament. You can get your tickets now for college basketball's premier conference tournament at archmadness.com. This is a perfect opportunity to get your family and all the kids and everybody into basketball at Arch Madness. There's even some big televised games coming up for you to get into it. This Saturday, February 4th, Murray State at Indiana State is on CBS at 3 p.m. And Bradley at UNI is on ESPN2 at 5. My faves, Missouri State, are at SIU. 1 p.m., that's on Bally Sports Midwest, Sunday, February 5th. Get into it. Arch Madness, Enterprise Center, March 2nd through the 5th. Get in on the action and go to archmadness.com. Again, Arch Madness tips off March 2nd through the 5th at Enterprise Center, archmadness.com. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players, and stat types are what makes prize picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on prize picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for... More than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points, and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. 
And WNBA's right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three-pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets Deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um... We did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Phillips, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. So don't touch that dial, because it reminds me of my grandmother's left nipple. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314 624 3833 618 3833 The Nick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz, the socials at R I Z Z Show. Your email's RizShow1057thepoint.com. Send us a comment through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Simple to do. Liv is here. What up? Craig's is Freak of the Week coming up. Good. Have you, a doozy. Have you looked over the ads? I sure All have. right. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a contest later on. Give away some uh, tickets to Young the Giant, Alter Bridge. We have Massage Lux gift cards to give away. Also tickets to the Party Gras DB's Tent Soulard for Mardi Gras. Happening on Saturday, February 18th. That's the, That's the that party. That's the party. Teenage dirt bags, dirt bags gone country, mod sun will be there. DJ, heated tent, private bathrooms. Man, this will be your first single so, morning. I already got my outfit. I'm so excited. Do you really? Yeah. Already picked out? Already picked out. The green, the purple, the gold. Oh, so you're doing it up. I'm embracing. I'm embracing it. All right. What are you wearing, Riz? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he typically goes with nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. True okay. Mardi Gras style. Of course. Of course. Got to get those beads. <laughs> of course. I don't know. It's, it's weather dependent. It's a heated tent. Yeah, I still got to walk outside. Yeah. I mean, there have Holy been Mardi Gras that have been freezing. Yeah, but the tent. The, the that, tent is that, great. That's why the tent is always perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, there have been there have been years where it's been freezing, years that it's rained. Mm. Uh Absolutely gorgeous years. It's a, it's a crapshoot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> February in St. Louis, huh? 
Over the weekend, it's going to be in the 50s. Yeah. Woo. Far nicer. Yeah, my family depends on me for the weather, and they're like, oh, when's this going to end, Dad? And I was like, well, things are getting better throughout the week. Things are getting week. better. Next, and next <laughs> week is supposed to be okay. Good. Bring it but on. Who knows on the 18th? That could change on a dime. By yeah. the way, you'll be, in a, you'll be in a heated tent, private bathrooms. I got to go home and break the news that that bastard squirrel saw its a... It's a, a groundhog. It's a, sh- a shadow today. Yeah, six more weeks of winter. Sorry. Sorry, St. Louis. <laughs> you need a uh, another guitarist for uh, dirt bags? Am I going to jump up on stage? Of course, man. Do it. What do you want to rock? Pick a song. See, I hate when you say that. Why? I don't know your skill set. I don't know your comfortability. We've played together for how long now? Well, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but aren't you practicing? Aren't you getting better? Or perhaps you're getting worse. Uh, perhaps I'm getting worse. Yeah. Uh, do some Metallica. Why do you put it on me? I, I, well, I don't know your set list. That's a good point. Hey, brother, you Thank can you. you can pick a song. Uh, we'll put it in the set list. Eve Six, Inside Out. Can you play? Do that? You guys play that? We play it every, well, almost every time. Yeah, that's a that's a hit, man. Inside Out by Eve Six. Very easy. Essentially four or five chords. Right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an arrangement that you need to understand. Quarterly. Quarterly. Mm, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, Technical it can't it can't be tricky. I would assume. Well, Mardi Gras demands, you know, a, uh, an expert shredder up there. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't want you coming <laughs> Gotta half in it. Like, you need to be I never great. full ass it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always full ass it. <laughs> oh, man. Look you at better... that full ass on the page. You better bring it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We gonna do some news. <laughs> so, we'll start with some local stories. Uh, okay, this is, this is good. Uh, a guy wanted for stealing... Thousands of dollars worth of uh, construction equipment. Uh, he's been caught and he is in jail now. It, this is crazy how much this guy stole. So police up in Florissant say the arrest of 24-year-old Samuel Mudd led to the recovery of $200,000 in stolen property. Dude, this guy, we're talking about construction equipment, lawnmowers, landscaping power tools, cars, catalytic converters, this guy was busy. <laughs> what and a I, name, too, man. Sam Mudd. Samuel Mudd. His name was Mudd? Oh, Sammy Mudd. <laughs> Sammy Mudd busted. And I always feel terrible when I hear these stories. You got laborers who, on a job site, maybe break for lunch, or maybe yeah. it's uh, them leaving their equipment overnight because they got to come back the next day, locked up, and some a-hole steals all their stuff. Their livelihood. Yeah. Steals their like they can't work without their tools. This a hole, Sam Mud, takes their stuff, takes their livelihood. So he didn't sell anything. He had all the stuff. Cops say he confessed to a bunch of different thefts, and he was in Florissant, he was in Ladue, he was in Hazelwood, he was in all sorts of different municipalities out in St. Louis wow. County. He started robbing people back in December, and people are now wondering, hey, you know, I'm missing some stuff. Uh, any of that stuff mine? Well, detectives say they know who, who most of the stuff belongs to, but they are working to close all the theft cases connected to this a-hole. Yeah, my last name's DeWalt. So have you seen mm-hmm. any of those drills? Yeah, with DeWalt on yeah. it. Uh, get, let me know. Uh, speaking of stealing, car thieves. Busy in St. Louis over the past week. St. Louis Metro Police said yesterday 149 cars were stolen in just seven days in the city. That's so many cars. <laughs> That's a lot of cars. And not in, like, one particular neighborhood. Like, they're saying this is across the city. 
So here are the numbers over the last seven days. 31 aggravated assaults with firearms, 14 robberies, six of those carjackings, and 149 motor, ve uh, motor vehicle thefts. Does it say, like, which cars are being... Is it still, like, the Kia? The Kias and the Hyundais? Yeah. Uh, they didn't break it down by mm. what kind of cars. Let's assume a lot of those are Kias, a lot think. of those are Hyundais. Uh, police are recommending parking in a well-lit area, getting the club for the car, never leave your car running unattended. Where does one get a club these days? Just Don't buy a Kia. What? Amazon? Yeah. Oh, I haven't, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen one on a car in a long time. A yeah, I have. I have a few because I broke into a couple cars and they had them. <laughs> oh, oh man! <laughs> I, just threw, ah. I remember watching videos of you know people in the, putting the clubs on their car and then a thief just sawing the uh, sawing the steering wheel just apart and just wow! Oh my goodness! Taking the club off. Wouldn't you just really? move on to the next car? Yeah, like, yeah I feel like that's a lot. No of one's going to hear this. Think of that though. Like we're still talking about the club. We got self-driving cars damn near everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And we and still, the easiest thing to do is put a big old piece of steel across well, the thing anything, so it hits the windshield. Somebody's going to move on. The yeah. biggest thing to do is just put a stick shift in the middle of your yep, that's yeah. car and no one can drive that. <laughs> yep. You are good. Yeah, even if it doesn't really work, it's putting the ADT sign in front of your house, even if you don't have an alarm system. Yeah. Ah, going to move on to That's some, crazy. some other place. Now, when your car is stolen, where is it going? And Moon, you sent me the story this morning. This is out of KMOV. So KMOV did a story about how one person's stolen super sweet 2015 Honda CRV wound up in Laredo, Texas <gasps> on its way to Mexico. <gasps> mm -hmm. Big <gasps> industry, apparently. So in, in the story, they said that the car was jacked from a house in Glendale Back in October of last year, uh, the, the CRV was stolen as well as a GMC terrain. The GMC was found about two months later, still in the St. Louis area. But it wasn't until last week that the owner of the Honda found out it was found by U.S. Customs and Border Protection in Laredo at a border crossing. And they traced... The step, so it was stolen in Glendale. Um, then the thieves used a fake name and address to get a new title. Wow. Really? So they oh, I didn't even they see retitled that. the car. They said, Oh, we lost our last, you know, we, we lost the title. No. So fake name, fake address, retitled the car. After that, it was sold to a wholesale car dealer in Nebraska, who then sold it to another dealer in Mexico. So the car was on its way from Nebraska what? to Mexico. So That's this, a hell of a journey. Is that car, is that dealership part of the ring? Yeah. Uh, as somebody who is married to a family who has a used car dealership, if it's a title. Yeah. If it's titled. Yeah. Yeah, you got the title for the car? Okay. How come whenever I go to the DMV, it's always next to impossible just to get anything accomplished? And these guys can, seems like, yeah, it's a piece of cake to see. You know, some of these thieves are very, very clever at. Man. Very resourceful. At, at taking on new identities and good at paperwork. Now, of course, in, in my family, if there's any question of, of something nefarious going on, no, don't want anything to do with this. But there are some used car dealerships that'll go, eh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's. Yeah, a good number. They'll just look the other way, 
because they're not legally on the hook if if something comes back. Well, the title was legit. The title was legit. I saw that. I'm, you know, moving on. And they deal in such volume that, you know, are you gonna are you gonna put every sale under the microscope? Mm -hmm. God no. So KMOV also said a Ford F-150 was stolen around here. That was found in Mexico. A BMW stolen from a dealership on uh, or in Manchester. That was found at a border crossing. Gosh. So this is happening a lot. So your car isn't just being joyridden around. Maybe it's on, a, on its way to Mexico. So at the border crossing, I guess they had to scan every car that's on the back of the trucks. Or, how, or are these trucks getting stopped for being suspicious? I guess they know what to look for. <laughs> wow. Maybe they're running the VINs on every on every car making the crossing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting. I guess so. Yeah, they probably have to do that the whole paperwork and all that stuff. Interesting and good to hear that they're uh, that they're tracking these down though. Yep. Yeah, thank you all. So did anybody win the Powerball drawing last night? Nope. Ah. Phew. So now the Powerball <laughs> jackpot is an estimated seven hundred million dollars for Saturday's drawing. Uh the jackpot last night was six hundred fifty three million. Three tickets did win big. Players in Florida and North Carolina won a million bucks by matching all five numbers. Another in New York won uh, two million bucks with the power play multiplier. I have no idea what that is. Mm. But as we mentioned before, the odds of winning the Powerball jackpot are one in about 292 million. Good luck. Man, we got okay. it. Let's see. Finally going to happen. Um, uh, no, no, I think this is the same one. So one person matched the five, but not the Powerball. 29 more people uh, matched the four and the Powerball, but missed, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, the fifth one. And then uh, and they, they each get 50 grand. And then if you match four, but but not the Powerball, uh, you get... Well, somehow bucks. somebody got numbers to get... Yeah, that multiplier Yeah, that multiplier thing, I guess, is something separate. So, all right, imagine uh, you, you could walk down uh, a Walgreens, you know, drug aisle, like a you know, pharmacy aisle in a Walgreens, for cures of things. Okay. Anything. How much would you pay to be done with a nagging health problem forever? Oh, man. Right. How do you put a price on that? People did. A new, a new survey asked people what they'd give up to never have to worry about various ailments, including COVID. So on average, Americans would pay more than 13500 bucks to be cured of COVID forever. But there are two conditions that we'd pay more to be rid of. So if there was a pill for insomnia... On average, we would pay $27,400 to never deal with insomnia again. Wow. Dude, that's totally worth it. Yeah, that seems like a good deal. Price. Yeah. Very good deal. You come out with You spend like more that? than that on your medication through the years, bro. Now, this is a cure. This is not some medication that sure. I have some other like sort of Like you take a pill effect. and you and are done better. with it. Oh, dude. You are done with insomnia forever. Twenty-seven grand, yeah. heck yes. But wait till you see the side effects of that pill. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's, that's not in this dream. Oily, uh, oily stool. Oh, yeah. Damn, oh, leaky gut. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> allergies. If you never have allergies oh, again, I would pay so much. I would too. Thirteen thousand nine hundred bucks. Easy. Easy. Yes. Yeah. Stomach aches and cramps. To never have a stomach ache or cramp again. Twelve thousand one hundred bucks. What a bargain. To never have acnes or pimples again, eleven thousand two hundred bucks. To never cart. throw up again, ten thousand three hundred bucks. I would lose my modeling career. Ten thousand. Oh, oh man, God! Ever since you put those sunglasses mm -hmm. on, damn dude. <laughs> I don't know if that that one's ten grand. I don't think that's worth it. To me. never throw up again. 
Yeah, I, mean, I, how, how I, I mean, throw so rarely. Yeah. I never do, yeah. That's like a once maybe. a year, maybe. I would yeah. do it like five bucks because I think in the last 10 years it might have been once or twice. I doubt it. So I'll go five bucks. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it's been <laughs> usually a bottle of red wine will do it. Oh, really? <laughs> With a closed toilet seat. With a closed See, toilet Even light. when I drank or drank too much, I never threw up then. It was that's like a super sick thing, and that's yeah. it. So maybe yeah, it's one, once every five years or something. No way, ten grand. No to way. never have a migraine or other intense headache. Ooh, nine thousand three hundred bucks. Yeah, I would totally do that. Well, I Absolutely. Think I would too. To never be hungover. Three thousand two hundred bucks. Yeah, worth it. It's, now, it's not a ton. The responses varied from state to state. So, for example, people in Mississippi would shell out sixty-nine thousand dollars to be permanently immune to COVID. Nice. That's more than five times the national average. People in Massachusetts would pay $65,000. But people in Connecticut, literally next door to Massachusetts, would pay 591 bucks for a COVID <laughs> cure. Whoa. That's funny. Yeah. I find it funny, too. A lot of these things, you know, the headaches, the puking, all this stuff, are your body's way of telling you, hey, something's going on. Yes. So then you're going to pay all this money to get rid of it, and you're going to have no clue that <laughs> yeah. there's actually an issue happening to oh, you. Right. Well, let's assume it addresses the root cause. Okay, there we go. There we go. A little safer that way. Yeah, I like that. Uh, those of us that have uh, that have children, and uh, sometimes they go on those, uh, or they play these games that require, you know, new skins, like Fortnite. Uh-huh. Like, if, if you want to buy a new outfit for your Fortnite character. In-game purchases. In-game purchases, or, or Roblox. I've had my kid come up to me and go, hey, could I borrow five bucks, you know, for 10 million Roblox? I'm yep. like, come on, man. Robux. Uh, and we've heard stories of a little kid getting a hold of somebody's phone and ordering something off Amazon. Or- mm-hmm. My kids are digitally rich. They got so many Robux and and points and whatever they're called and Fortnite and all that kind of crap. Golly, dude, the money that, that one of the boys spent. I have a dear, dear friend whose son spent 400 bucks on on. Oh, Fortnite oh, outfits and my didn't son. tell his dad. Oh, oh. oh. Say, my son easily probably totaled that over the last couple of years, but it was always like his money, allowance money, or he did something, a Christmas yes, money. I was I, like, you I, sure, son? I do always say your money is probably better spent somewhere else. Yeah, he's he's got it now, but there was a time there where he was uh, out of control. Uh, <laughs> there is a there is a, a gentleman in uh, Michigan. His name is Keith Stonehouse. Keith Stonehouse has a six year old son. <laughs> and he let his six-year-old son use his phone to play a game on Saturday night, thinking it would just, hey, fine, digital babysitter, just leave me alone for whatever, and then this will tuck you out. Oh, no. Uh, the kid ended up playing uh, with a different app than he had started with. He mm. was started playing with the Grubhub app. <gasps> no. Oh, what a fun game. I like this. this Fries, chicken nuggets. Keith says he knew something was strange when he got a food delivery. But before he could figure it out, another one came. <laughs> and then another. Oh, my goodness. And then another. I mean, there's no chance for It was like a parade or- of deliveries. <laughs> it didn't take long for him to figure out that... They, they were orders from his account, and it was his son. It's piles and bags of food, and they're dropping them off at the door, so I'm not communicating with the drivers. And I said, what is going on? Why are you bringing me food? 
He said, I don't know. You ordered from the shawarma place. Yeah, because you can imagine. And, and now with the way they deliver, if they just leave the food at the door, ring right. the doorbell and leave. Yeah. And if there's no kid, contact. If you're not checking your email, you're not getting any, I mean, you, this could just go on forever. Yeah. And how cool is this kid to know what shawarma is? That's worth it, man. <laughs> yeah. So at first yeah. you're like, oh, there's food out front, probably in a wrong house. Oh, man. And then more came, and then more came. No. Oh. I think I left the app open, and he saw that when he was playing with my phone and just started going to town. So he ordered multiple orders, Pita. chili cheese fries, the yeah. chicken pita wraps. He ordered multiple orders of that, multiple orders of ice cream, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> About $1,000 in food delivery orders. Oh, boy. And you know what? It could have been worse. Uh, he said his credit card stopped a $439 order from a place called Happy's Pizza suspecting fraud. Thank goodness. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just from one place and the car, car company's like, ooh, this is, something's do? wrong. What do you do, Riz, if that happens? You just start calling the neighbors and saying, hey, dinner's on. That's exactly what dinner's he did. Dinner's on Bradley yeah, I mean, over here. That's you gotta do. Uh, <laughs> a, a, an $183 order, a $183 order, a jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant actually <laughs> did go through fine. <sighs> <laughs> So the dad said, yeah, he's mad, but, you know, there's nothing he could do about it. And so he crammed as much food as he could in his fridge and offered the rest of neighbors. And he also tried to talk to his son about it, so he'd, so he'd understand what went wrong. But while he was trying to explain, the rotten kid stopped him and said, Dad, did the pepperoni pizzas come yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, son, that was fraud. Priorities. Yeah. Yeah, the kid's going to do probably five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fraud. Five years. Fraud. Five now, years of intensive vacuuming. Just when you think you've heard about the stupidest thing that's happening on social media, here we go. There's always another level up or down, however you want to. <laughs> so 15 students in Mexico, fifth and sixth graders, had to be hosp uh, hospitalized this week after taking part in an Internet quote-unquote challenge where a group of people take tranquilizers. And then the last one to fall asleep wins. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fun game. Great idea. How do you turn off the TikTok? If you're know. doing this for YouTubes or whatever, like how, how are you going to... Let it roll. The last guy to be awake, celebrate now, and turn it off. Come yeah. on, let's be honest. Nobody's ever with their friends take a NyQuil to see who could fall asleep last. Def definitely not. No? no. Yeah, me neither. That is not a <laughs> What is wrong with you and your friends? I remember people passing 90s. out, but from other methods. The 90s. Yeah, we, we did the opposite. We enjoyed staying. Yeah, we, we, we did the opposite. We would drink Surge. Yeah. Get, Surge. Was, there was another soda that was supposed to have a ton of caffeine. Uh, but I can't remember the name of it, but that was like one. a specialty one, not Mountain Dew? Or no, 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 no. Yeah. I know what it was. Cocaine? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we'd get that, and that was no, so fun. we did fun. the church version of cocaine, which was Surge. Yeah, go play Midnight so I, Listen, I, it's unclear how prevalent this is, but health authorities in Mexico have issued a national alert about it, and... Uh, this is the fourth school in Mexico to have an incident like this in the past year. There's no word on the condition of the kids or where they got the tranquilizers. Tranquilizers. <laughs> it sounds like the drug was uh, Kalonzapam. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, sounds Kalonipin? Kalonipin. Kalonipin. Isn't that a name for something? It's a prescription, I thought. It is. Klonopin. Okay, so we're not, you're not talking about like they're stealing like horse tranquilizers and... Uh, probably somebody, somebody's parents. What's that stuff? So, uh, what's the one that people were taking in the 90s? Special K? Special K. 
Clonazepam is used to prevent and treat seizures, panic disorder, anxiety disorders, and movement disorders. That's what they're taking. Wow. Uh, and the authorities trying to figure out if anybody's selling it without a prescription. So. It's like a muscle muscle relaxer. Yeah, is, is there any word on how many likes they got? Uh, probably Why? a lot. Why, guys, okay, don't play. That's good. Don't play. Every single yeah. story, every anecdote, every movie, every show is telling you, don't play with this stuff. Oh, the pills, the pills. Please. I'm so, the pills, I'm so worried about as far as the kids go. You should be. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's kids are not understanding how ridiculously dangerous this stuff yeah. is. Yeah. Don't play with that. I always I'm grew up thinking medicine now. medicine is bad, you know, unless you need it. I just knew to avoid it. I see that ugly brown bottle. You're like, ah, that there, sounds yeah. gross. There are people that got to go to school for damn near decades <laughs> yeah, to be able to even say that it's okay for you to take something. Yeah. So, like, you know, <laughs> mind, mind that. Yeah. Tranquilizers, man. It's your body, dude. You get one. You get one of them. <sighs> All right, that is your news. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Scary. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We have some of your emails. Don't forget, we got the uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week coming up with Liv. We got a brand new game from King Scott. Yeah. Hi, this is Brandon Saad, and you're listening to The Riz Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Liv is here. What? Uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week coming up. Scott's still here. Hey, word. <laughs> His sunglasses are still on. His sunglasses are on. That's his thing now. I love it. Thank you. Fiery got- red long hair and sunglasses. And I'm really good at playing piano now. Uh, there is the, uh, you know, we're talking about Jolt Cola earlier. There's the bottle. Yep, that's, that's the bottle I remember. There's the can. I, I never saw them in cans. I, I saw them in cans. I never saw them in cans either, but they say uh, the origin, America's original energy drink, yeah. 1985. Did it just taste like regular Coca-Cola? No, that's the problem is you thought oh. you would get it and be all, you know, stoked out because it was Coke with, with caffeine. But uh, It was so sugary if I remember. Dude, it, was, it was really thick. Not easy. Uh, it had, and it had a strange heck. aftertaste. Yeah, somebody yeah. somebody described it right. RC Cola and mixed with motor oil. Oh mm-hmm. God! And you enjoyed this? Now RC Cola was pretty. You dope. drank it not for the taste, but for the jolt. <laughs> RC Cola was pretty decent, and so, and what we had here, I don't think you had it was Vess. No, Vess was dope, yeah. dude. It's still oh. around. No, that 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 glass bottle of jolt is what I remember. And I, it's funny. I saw yesterday on on social media somebody posted a picture. It was a 1980s soda aisle in a grocery store and there were no plastic bottles everything was everything was glass oh yeah there's just something about a beverage coming out of glass mm-hmm. just yeah is it, is it a taste. taste difference i don't know no. it's something in your head i mean look how look how dark that cola looks it, i mean it yeah, does black. look like motor oil. We, <sighs> you look at that you go this is going to go inside me and uh, it's probably not going to be good. Didn't matter. Take that out of context. And I wondered why, as a teenager, I had zits and acne and all this yeah, stuff. And you eat all this garbage. And, it didn't yeah. matter, though. Look at the logo. The logo sells it. Any yeah, kid that sees a, a lightning, lightning bolt, bolt jolt. Wow. Like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> all right, some of your emails. Show at 1057thepoint.com. Talking yesterday about, uh, you know, they're changing over the St. Louis bread codes to just Paneros. Mm-hmm. Totally understandable. Like St. Louis bread co, is it going away? Because I drove past the one in Washington. They took that St. Louis Breadco sign down. Now it's Panera. We got an insider over there at Breadco. Oh, nice. And he says, I worked at Breadco slash Panera for about uh, 10 years. Now I, I know personally there will always be love for St. Louis and, you know, the bread slice and the bagels. And as far as this low-level corporate employee has been told, uh, 
we will not change to Panera within the city or county's current locations. Okay. Yeah, and that's what we heard. But didn't somebody just say that the one uh, that they were near? The new one they built. Mike said the new new one they built over on Manchester is a Panera. Gotcha. So so it's not that they're uh, not doing Paneras. They're just not changing the St. Louis bread cones to Panera. As far as our insider goes, was a Timras member. But, but I thought one of the arguments for doing so in the in the area is for when people are out of town, they see something and they recognize the brand and they go, oh, that's a Panera. I'm going. I think if they see the building, they'd know. What, how we, Dude, if I go to a building and it looks, and it looks like McDonald's and I'm in Kansas City and it says Jim's. I didn't know it's called that. Up I'm now. not going to assume it's McDonald's because the building looks the same. Even if the logo's the same, I'm going to go, what the hell is that? How many out-of-towners it's, it's is, McDonald's. That, is that really going to affect? Well, hopefully a ton of them. Hopefully we have a lot of people coming in town <laughs> for the soccer team, for, for yeah, a Cardinals well, game. When you go in, when you go in, you still get a cup that says Panera. Like the, everything like. Yeah, they don't have separate and branding. For the most part, aren't majority of them around town Panera now? I don't know. You know, that's what we're talking about. I don't really see the. I, I where am I seeing the St. Louis down it, here? St. Louis Breadco. But it is okay, okay. it is separate branding. If it says something, different but not if you're like in the store and it says Panera, it says Panera on Panera your in the store. soup cup. Yeah, I'm just saying for people that are familiar. Uh, hey, fellas, I uh, I know you guys have brought up the subject of ghosts before, but I can't Ooh. I can't recall who believed and who didn't. I personally am uh, skeptical. My first issue: if they walk through walls and doors, uh, how do they not fall through the floor? It's selective. Second issue, how are these spirits fully clothed? I wasn't aware that fabric also had a soul. Well, that's my favorite. There must be an expiration on, on, on huh. ghosts because every time we see them, they only go as far back as maybe Civil War era. Yeah, They're I'm curious about your century. thoughts on this. Long-time listener, fifth-time emailer, John. Yeah, we've, we've, ta- we've talked about that before. Like, uh, hey, man, there's got to be an expiration because I haven't seen anybody from the 11th century in quite some time. Could you imagine, like, an 80s ghost with, like, really big hair? Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really like Tiffany. Those are underrepresented. Uh. Yeah. Hey, they're coming. It's apparently, it was just 100 years behind. Yeah, and it has to be, like, a really old hospital. It can't be any modern hospitals. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, that's a good point. Maybe they go through a whole bunch of stuff up, you know, wherever they are. Yeah, maybe purgat- And then get sent back, and we're just getting the Civil War era ones now. Yeah, Purgatory's oh, got a timer, and Ghost I Life see. has a timer. They have to train. Like, in 150 years, we'll start getting the 80s and 90s mm. ghosts. Which should be the real question. Not who are you. When are you from? Well, clearly, I'm the from the Civil War. Can't you see what I'm wearing? Yes, and <laughs> What are your friends, where are your friends from? When are your friends from? You know what I mean? I yeah. mean th- th- and there's some ridiculousness in the And I guess in, the in scene. their training, too, it probably takes a while to learn that boo isn't actually what ghosts say. That <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a woo. So you have to learn that part, too. So who believes? You believe? I think, I don't think there's ghosts in the way that we joke about them, but I think there is a spiritual realm, whether or not that I, can yeah, cross I over. I don't know about I, ghosts, per I, se. I don't know. I'm with you. I'm I'm of the yeah. biblical beliefs, principalities and heirs, and different yeah. things. I don't know. I I'm gonna err on the side of caution and say I believe in everything, just in case. Everything. Oh, yeah, aliens! Sure. I everything. believe in. Oh, you're one of those guys. Everything. You want to? Uh, what kind of music you listen to? Oh, everything. You like country? No, I don't like country. <laughs> well, then you don't like everything. No, no, no. See, that's not going to affect my, you know, my health and safety. What? Yeah, will I'm you saying know? with with ghosts, maybe one day. The, the non-believers will be sucked down into hell, and all the believers will be just going to believe in everything. Yes. The streets will be filled with the blood of the I blood will just, of I'm going to err on the side of caution. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Sure. Okay. 
He just said everything. Everything, everything. I, th- I think there's an argument to be made for everything. Bigfoot. We just talked about we yesterday. We just talked about that yesterday. How, oh, like, really? Science says no. Science says no. I there's had a friend a, that a had an experience. There's a direct correlation between Bigfoot sightings and black bears. And when you see a black bear up on its two feet, up on its hind legs, it looks like a person walking. Yeah especially, yeah, especially through a bunch of timber. What was your friend's experience? Is this, like, vivid? Yeah, yeah, This happened... Uh, a road that I would drive every day into work. She was driving and her husband was driving either in front of in front of her, I think. And she saw something take a big step over the road and over her vehicle. But like all she saw were the legs and something that big. She was like, what the hell was that? And so then her and her husband had pulled over into the gas station and he saw it too. Well, the I have over her vehicle? Like well, Ant-Man? I have, yeah. I have the audio of, I, I guess the husband was on the news and they reported about it. I tried to call her. Tim Peeler thought he was calling coyotes. Instead of them, him. This thing was 10 foot tall. He had beautiful hair. The Sasquatch going after his dogs. I come out here and rough talk him and run him off. And I said, get away from here. Get. Get. And he went right back at that path again. Deputies filed a suspicious person report, and Tim is still recalling the details. He looked like he had six fingers on each hand. All right, Peeler says uh, you might not believe his story. He only asked that you don't laugh. And remember, the sightings have been talked about for years. Yeah, I'm not laughing, Tim. I'm with you. So you know Mr. and Mrs. Peeler. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a real story. My my homies. Man, I'll tell you what. (laughs) See, told you. Uh, I was listening to uh, the podcast the other day about how a penis was found uh, at a gas station. This was down in Georgia. Fell out of a truck. Fell out of a truck. This was an actual, like, severed dong was found at this gas station. <laughs> Obviously, police were called. The whole place was cordoned off. They're trying to figure out whose it is. <sighs> but our, our Imagine having to put that into your evidence bag. Yeah, that's what we were talking about, like <laughs> the, the police report. Yeah, they have tongs for that. <laughs> you go, ew. Ew, it's slippery. <laughs> ew. Like, you know those toys that's like the little wet bag the of glitter? Yeah. <laughs> This is hard to hold. It keeps flying out of the hands. Well, uh, Mike writes in. He says, all I imagined during that story was David Caruso in CSL Miami pulling off a sunglass and saying, well, that brings a whole new meaning to ding dong ditch. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You're right. You're right. We we missed some opportunities there. Thank you for catching. Uh, Hey, fellas. uh, This email is directed specifically to Moon. Because right. I'm sure he would appreciate knowing. The old pizza place in the Crestwood Mall's food court was called Pizza USA. No, I the thought name, it was like a bank name The or name never left my mind because that I honestly like believe it was some of the best pizza I've had in my life. Uh, not sure what it was about or that made it so good, but as a kid I looked forward to it at the mall and wished there was a standalone Pizza USA after the mall closed. Anyway, enjoyed this wealth of knowledge. Now, got another email from uh, somebody else said... It was called the First Federal Frankencrust. That's it. That's it. First Federal or something like that. First Federal Frankencrust New York style pizza. That's a great name. It was New York style because I remember it saying New York and I always thought it was called New York pizza. It was at the opposite end of the food court from Exilorama by the elevator on the stairs. Yep. And it was there forever. It was the only one that was facing that uh, uh, east direction. And man, it was so, I mean, it's the way it smells, I can smell it right now. The way it made the entire food court area smell. It had a blue and white kind of checkered logo yes, and you could get did. pizza by the slice. Yes, That's... it did. It was the best. 
It was the Whoa. best. And then there was like a, a seating area with like a bunch of uh, uh, zoo animals and things. They had like a, it was like a Barnum and Bailey theme and had a bunch of like train cars with stuffed animals inside. Mm -hmm. If you could get a seat in there, you felt yep. real good. Eat pizza next to a stuffed lion. All right. The 80s. Yeah. All right. Nah, the 80s were great. Uh, hey, fellas. My name is Eric, and I'm a longtime podcast weirdo. I work for Bone Dry Roofing out of uh, St. Peter's and listen to the podcast every day while I'm running around town. Wanted to email in to let King Scott know that I finally made it over to Heavy Smoke Ooh. and had their infamous King Scott sandwich. Ooh. And good gracious. Yeah, he liked it. Honestly, one of the most delicious things I've ever eaten. Born and raised here in St. Louis, and I've eaten at all the popular barbecue spots in town, but this is on a different level. I just wanted to give credit where credit's due. Keep up the good work, you pieces of crap. Three out of five. <laughs> Thank you. See, they made St. Louis the St. Louis sandwich city because of that. That's the number one sandwich in, on the planet now. Wow. Uh, Mernon, fellas, uh, Riz, any big plans for Riz Farms this year? Mernon. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to hand me half the acreage. Is, no, uh, no, no. When watching the live stream, I enjoy the video segments of Riz Farms and the various projects you have going on. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Three out of five stars. That's from Cassie. I don't know. We'll see. Tight. Everything's dormant now. I was out there last weekend just uh, walking in the field, and all the elderberry plants are now just sticks. Mm. Pretty soon, weather's going to get warm, and those things are going to start growing and blooming. Yeah, what's their peak season? Uh, picking in August. Okay. You get about two weeks. Wow. To, it's get a small them, window. to get them off the vine. Okay. Or get them off the plant or else they'll dry up and be no good. Hmm. That's where the child labor comes in. How long <laughs> do they stay good in the freezer? Kids? After picked? Yeah. Oh, you could store as long as they're okay, picked good, and washed. Okay, good, because we, we haven't even messed with ours. Well, really as long yet. as they're picked and washed, it's fine. Okay. That's when you get the kids and you bribe them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want the fun job? Christmas is coming. <laughs> hey, I'm paying uh, Robux. <laughs> you need to get you know remember those things at the mall where you put a penny in there and it spins around forever you guys should get some of those kind of tables and just have your kids you know shake the thing so they all roll in there and it's easy to gather it all up what the elderberries yeah no because you got to pick them off the you got to pick them off the plants by hand oh yeah you can't just chop yeah. you can't just chop them down they got to be picked hmm. there's a punishment Ouch. Put in the back of your head. Yeah. <laughs> they got to be picked by hand, and then there's a destemmer, and then we put them in a machine, and it destems all the huh. all the elderberries, and elderberries fall, and you wash them, and you freeze them. Cool. Now you know. Yeah, there's going to be more videos, Cassie. Thank you. Um, we were playing this game all this week, and we'll, you know, we'll play here in, in just a second where you live. Uh, how much would it cost to do certain things? Mm. Like, how much would it cost right now? I got cash in hand to get your tongue pierced. Like, for you, I give you how much money to get your tongue pierced right now? $5,000. Five grand to get your tongue pierced? Mm hmm. Five grand. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Five, grand. Five grand. I think it's reasonable too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Justin writes, y'all called out ridiculously small amounts of money to get your tongue pierced. Did everyone in the room suddenly forget you work in radio? Oh, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but a sudden development of a lisp or inflection in your yeah 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 or or infection in your tongue could result in a serious impact on your ability to pay for everything you it's own. It's the Rizzuto show. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what if you're too close and it's like traffic and weather brought to you by. <laughs> oh, there's that. Well, I, I think it's because you're talking about a lisp or, or possible tongue infection. Yeah, yeah King Scott. King Scott. Yeah, the. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's a risk reward thing, not worth mm. not worth the risk. All right, here's a couple for for you, Liv. I'll, I'll go right. back to the. Get my uh, 
page out here. Hold on. There we go. Okay. Name your price. Oh, God. Different scenarios. I'd highlighted a couple for you. Uh, right now, empty a bathtub with a spoon. It's going to take you a while. Yeah. Um, I'd do that for two grand. Two grand. Just sit there and just empty yeah. a bathtub with a, you know, with a spoon. Okay. All right. How about drinking a cup of King Scott's sweat? <laughs> That's right so now. Gross. What? Right now. <laughs> Any full. sweat. It's not personal. <laughs> Gosh, my just drink a cup of his sweat. I would need like 10 grand for that. 10 grand. <sighs> 10 grand to drink a cup of King Scott's sweat. I could chug, I could me, chug right? it down, I think. Yeah. No, that's no, good man. stuff. I got good sweat. <laughs> What it you, smells a little weird. Yeah, what virginal you, sweat. What did you eat the last couple days? <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's going to taste yeah, like that. It's going to matter. <laughs> Onions and uh, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, how Fruit. much right now to pierce your belly button? I'd do that for five grand. Five grand? Five grand. Damn, man, well, I do that right now radio, for... She doesn't want to get a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> I do okay. that right now for a grand. Three grand. I'll three, three grand. Three grand. grand. Yeah. I would do it now for a grand on me. <laughs> how about 500 bucks? Cash. No. Five hundred bucks cash. You can take cash it out right in a now. day. No. Here's your belly button right now. No. <laughs> you have a, a link collection you want to get rid of or something? <laughs> yes. For five hundred bucks cash right now, you want to you want to you want to keep talking about this? <laughs> I'm really considering it. Only if you wear a crop top uh, at party bucks. ground. <laughs> you have to bucks. show it off. Oh man. Hundred bucks. I'm gonna safety let me, pin. Let me think quick. about that. Okay. <laughs> 500 bucks for the piercing 500 for the crop top I'm in <laughs> That might be a good deal and You right. pay for the crop top We go out to dinner And I go Steal the tip off the table <gasps> I could never Steal the, See that table over there I got the got the billfold And cash in there How much How much for you to do that I, I wouldn't there would Everything's be... got a price God no Everything's got a price I'll give you I'll give you a thousand dollars If you right now Steal that off the table No you, you would have to up it so much. I don't Moon? even know. There is a price for everything. That's the lesson to be to to be had. Ten grand. Say Ten say grand. say the say the exact. Steal the, like, hey man, we're out to dinner. Yeah, we're getting up to leave. Yep. And the table next to us has the tip just lying out there on the on the table. Nobody's yep. looking. What's the tip? What's the restaurant? It's does nice, it matter? A nice sushi restaurant. Ooh, a nice sushi so restaurant. It tip. does matter. It does. Yeah, matter. it has to be a big tip. You know. Um, okay, so nice sushi restaurant. Mm, how many people? How many people? Uh, what's the table? We're eating there. Two. Is there? Oh, am I still eating there? No, no, no. no there were there were five people eating at the table. Five you don't know. people. You don't know. How much you don't to know steal the tip? Five adults. Five adults eating at that table. Yeah. If there's no additional rules or caveats here, I'm gonna go ahead and I'll, I'll do it for. Uh, I'll do it for five hundred bucks because I, you know what? You know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go have dinner there next week and I'm gonna tip. Double? Heavy, bro. Heavy. Thirty uh, percent on top of the twenty. Oh, the yeah. Of the yeah uh, yes, to 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 write well, their like, well, guy. knew it was you. They're like, there's the guy that works for the point that stole my tip. They'll remember that crop top. They'll too. know, yeah. Okay, yeah. here's another one. Here's yeah, another that's one. heavy. That's gonna increase the price. Liv, how much to uh to remove <laughs> the socks of uh King Scott with your teeth? I'd do that for Hundred bucks. Uh, oh, me 100 too. Bucks. Me too. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. hundred bucks. Wow. That's not terrible. I mean, I have fifty. If I knew what I was gonna go fifty with me, <laughs> for Liv to remove the socks of King Scott with her teeth. No, that's not a big deal. I'm I'm here to make money, not spend it. <laughs> <laughs> no fun. Riz, I wouldn't charge you a dime for that. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Liv. How much for King Scott to give you a haircut? 
Oh, I'm very particular about my hair. <laughs> it would have to be at least six grand. Six grand? At grand. Least. hair. It comes back. Are you serious? I'm good at cutting hair, too. Six grand. The, I would just have to trust you to not go too crazy, and then I could go get it fixed elsewhere. No, I got curly hair. I know how to work with curly hair. That's Six true. Grand. I would trust you more than I would trust these okay. two. Because <gasps> he's oh. going to get that And mean. I'm going to get nice scissors from that, the, what is it, the Barbersol or whatever we call that Barberside? Thing. Yeah, Barberside. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you're going to have some good hey, stuff. Hey, listen, I've, I've had a Floby in my life for something like 30 <laughs> years. Yeah, his dad That's is not a joke. Him. Liv, how much do... Uh, <laughs> Just have somebody pepper spray you in the face. Ah, God. <laughs> that sounds that terrible. Free. I would... 3000 uh, Jamie River says he's got another 50 bucks for the... Uh, <laughs> 3000 Another 50 bucks to remove King Scott's teeth. Three, King Scott's teeth. Ah, King got socks with her teeth. Yeah. To be pepper sprayed? Yeah. I mean, I don't want that. It sounds awful, but I do it for way cheaper than three grand. Like 800 bucks? Yeah. 500 bucks? No. <laughs> like 800 bucks. Like, you know, uh, police officers go through you know, that, that yeah. kind of thing for training. Police officers. I mean, they yeah. make a lot military. of money. Then. Military, yeah. I feel like I would breathe pretty well the following day because that clean, clears Clear your out. sinus. Yeah. That hurts. As long as you have, like, some Easy milk candy to pour on your face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 800 bucks if right. you'd like to start uh, Let me see. How much to eat a moist can of, uh, a, a can of moist cat food? Um, you have cats, right? I do. Okay. I'd do that for 1000 Man, yeah. you are expensive. Yeah, Can you man. put it in a nice crystal bowl like they do in the commercials for the cats? Yeah, How much you allow feast. five people to vomit on you? Oh, God. That sounds terrible. Yeah, but, I mean, you just shower. Mm-hmm. Bye. And you know yeah. they're models. So, like you lay on a tarp. Yeah, but what if it gets in my mouth or my nose or my well, eyes? Hopefully it doesn't. Yeah, you well, you get free breath. corn. It's good. <laughs> hold your breath, cover your mouth. and uh, then you, If I can cover my face um, and I'm clothed. $8,000. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're jumping out of our chairs. I was like, I was like, oh, she's going to say a grand. All right. One, God, one, more, one more scenario. <laughs> How much would it cost for you to smuggle drugs from one country to another? <laughs> that could result in imprisonment. Depends on the country. Uh, no big deal. Oh, All prisons have, are nice. It would have to be like... Five million. Five million. Because that's my life. Yeah, or do I have to put like a like one of those condoms full of cocaine up my butt? That could literally kill me if it pops. Well, this is a clean getaway, right? Or is there risk? We I mean, there's risk. Well, there's risk. If there's no risk, then why? It depends on yeah. the Make country. Make me your mule. The difference between Canada and Indonesia is vast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Indonesia, they, they, they put you to the, death. The, yeah, the airport, it, when you walk into the airport in Jakarta, there is a giant banner and i'm talking building size banner goes across and it literally said something like to the effect of bring drugs you'll die it's like death penalty is clearly obvious oh. yeah i'm not doing that for a billion dollars i had a fun scare where i left the u.s and then we had to land in uh paris and then we flew into kosovo and it's a or then we flew to vienna and then into kosovo and um I got to Kosovo, I went through their security, and they found a pocket knife that was in my backpack. I went through all these major airports, and that's the one, and you're like in this, you know, not the safest of countries. No. They were not too happy at first, but then it was like, oh, okay. I was like, what? <sighs> I didn't know I had a pocket knife in there. Wow. That's awesome to get so there scary. into the weird Five country. million bucks? I don't even know if I would do it for that. Because I could die. 
Yeah, man. That's Haven't not you worth seen my life. Haven't Someone you seen cooking on me isn't going to kill me. Locked up abroad. Watch an episode. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, but you got five mil hanging out at home when you get back. Yeah. If you get right. back. If, if you, you get, get back. back. Or, again, how are you smuggling the drugs? What if they're inside my person and the bag pops and then I have overdosed? Well, you get to decide. You get to decide. You, uh, you have to take. Make sure you're TikToking it. For 10 million bucks. <laughs> or 5 million bucks. God. All right, thank you for all your emails. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. We found out Liv is expensive. Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Can't buy her off. <laughs> Except to take off King Scott's socks with my teeth. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's the only reasonable <laughs> She just paid me 50 thing. bucks for that. I was very... <laughs> thank you. And Jamie Rivers, by the way, quick quick to give that 50 bucks. I'm in. I'm in. He, he thought you could join in. He was just paying for himself. Uh, Jamie's going to be on the show tomorrow. Uh, it is uh, 8 12 crap on celebrities after the break. This is Whitney Cummings, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I love you. All right, so before the break, it was how much <laughs> how much to take a shot of whatever juice is at the bottom of a garbage truck at the end of a run. And garbage guy Everett, he's the one that that asked what, what our price would be. Yeah. Just a, just a shot. I want to know what the makeup of that juice is. Yeah, I wonder what the uh, what, what the breakdown would be. Would it be rainwater, some old beer? Would it be like meat juice and rotten banana juice? You don't know. Uh, I, it, that could be like straight up like chicken juice, raw chicken uh, juice. I mean, hey, you take it to a lab. Yeah. I don't think I could tell. I mean, it's probably a lot of things. The fungus that starts the end of us is in it's that. Probably juice. in there. Man, it, it would take a lot. It would take a lot. It'd take a lot. I, well, I said, okay, Everett. As a as a garbage guy, what would your price be? And he says, uh, I think I decided it would be around 50 grand. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah. think about it. He probably, you know, you throw something down, it probably splashes in his face every once in a while. Oh. He says the heroin needles and used condoms are the big variables there. Oh, my goodness. Didn't think about that. I thought about my trash. <laughs> yeah, it's just your trash. Oh, he says that 50 grand has to come with a guarantee that I don't get hepatitis. Oh, my, first of all, money. And comes after any medical bills I might have as a result. Well, I think you need to factor that into your price. Yeah, it, because this whole game, it's money or guarantees. You don't get both. It's one or the other. Yeah, you don't get a guarantee. So you have to factor that into how much it would take. <laughs> yeah, Again, these ones where I could die, I don't know how I can put a price on that. You think, you think this could kill you? If it doesn't kill me, it might make me wish I was dead. Cash is a is a lot of money. It is, but it isn't. And it's only this much. What's a shot? This much liquid? Pay off your car? Pay off some credit card debt? There's not a ton left. Here here is a suitcase of cash, and you all you have to do is drink this little bitty. It's not going to be worth a week in the hospital. Chances are you're not going to go to the hospital. It's going to taste disgusting. But you never know. Chances are it's not. We know it's not going to taste good. I wonder what the chances actually are. I, I, I yeah, really want to know the facts. It made me think of uh, uh, the show where, you know, you have to do all those extreme challenge, challenges and your buddies that are in a band, they oh, ate. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, Fear Factor. Fear Factor, yeah. yeah and they the, ate some raw meat. They ate some... raw meat. They they had to tear the flesh off of like a rotting cow um, jaw and then chew it up and spit it into like yeah. a thing, you know, and get a certain level of fluid. And, uh, oh, oh, whoops, they ended up in the hospital for Okay, that just hit them wrong. Time. Yeah. It was, bad. No, dude. It almost killed them. It almost killed them. All right, they're just weird. It hit them wrong. <laughs> hit them wrong. That's totally unusual with that circumstance. There was like every disease that, that you could think of. And, and okay, so maybe, okay, you line up ten people, 
and everybody drinks the, a shot of garbage juice, maybe one or two of them will go to the hospital. Listen, I would do it. That means eight of them are not. The, <laughs> the funny thing is, I bet you I'm not alone in thinking that if you did it with ten other people or nine other people, I would do it for a slightly cheaper. Just knowing that somebody else is going down with me, I, there's something about that, you, right? Man, it would probably call. I would probably do it for a million. A million, and I'd do it for five hundred k. If I had other, uh, if I had, I'm sure if, you, would, if you guys you did it, would with definitely me. consider if I had a if I had a hundred thousand dollars right here. Okay, you would think long and hard about it. I don't think I would. No, uh, um, no. Yes, you. The money is a lot bigger <laughs> than that little shot glass. Full think of, of all the juice. We're also talking about all the bad stuff in there, but think of all the minerals and vitamins. Yeah, think of all the good stuff. He said something so, about the needles and all that kind of stuff. You know what? Those are hard to drink. Maybe I got to think about it. Maybe I think about. Maybe I ask what the route is. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we got to study too. Can you know blood and stuff of like that? Does it survive in a like that kind of? You know, if it's mixed in with a lot uh, of you know what delusion. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> You can't ask questions. Here it is. You okay. need to te- you need to tell me right now. Yeah, give me fifty grand. Let's go. Like, is the route going through like a, like just a, like an old neighborhood, old folks? You know what I mean. So there's less likelihood of the yeah. Is Delmar Gardens on your stop on yeah, your route? Like, mm-hmm. like there's 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 less chances for these things, but more chances for these things. So like you know, he he said what he said the needles and and condoms condoms and yeah. Well, and what about what about diapers and stuff? Okay, child and adult. But usually those are wrapped in the in the plastic for the smell in the house, so they're probably not. Yeah, but they get leaking. doesn't that thing compact in there and squish everything. And That's uh, a great point. That's a great point. It's like a juice press. Oh man, back to a million. Back to a million. I'm a cold, on a million. A cold press. This. All right. Today is February the second. Back in the day, 147 years ago, in 1876, baseball's National League was founded. 136 years ago, 1887, the first Groundhog Day was celebrated in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. We found out earlier the. Stupid rodent, saw a shadow, six more weeks of winter. Uh, 54 years ago, 1969, horror legend Boris Karloff died at the age of 81. He died of emphysema. 51 years ago, 1972, Stanley Kubrick's A Clockwork Orange premiered. Has anybody seen that? Yes, no. not recently. I saw it recently. Seen it multiple times, and I remember each time seeing it, I'm like, whoa. I don't get it. This is a different tone than I caught last time. It was always the cool movie to say you liked. At least growing up for me. Clockwork Orange was the cool movie to say you liked. And most of the people who said they liked it never saw it. I think <laughs> I was probably one of the, yeah, man, I saw it. Yeah, I seen I the poster. It's awesome. It's a cool poster. Mm-hmm. Cool poster. Stuff. He has like an eyeball thing. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'd seen bits and pieces, but I actually sat down and watched the movie. It is weird. <laughs> it is a weird movie. Yeah, What's it the, seems uh, pretty coded. Yeah, I need to revisit it because it just seems like it's, uh, you know, kind of promoting the violent side of mankind. It doesn't seem like it's a very promoting, uplifting film. Promoting or spotlighting? Maybe spotlighting. I don't know. But I don't know. Through it's, glorification. It's, it's, it's supposed to be a metaphor for something. I don't know. Look it up. Okay. <laughs> Drinking garbage uh, juice. 44 years ago, 1979, Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols died of a heroin overdose, basically escaping legal charges for the murder of his girlfriend, Nancy Spungen. Uh 38 years ago, 1985, O.J. Simpson marries Nicole Brown Simpson. Oh, I hope hmm. it worked out. <laughs> She divorced O.J. in 1992 on grounds oh. of adultery and abuse. 27 years ago, Singing in the Rain, superstar Gene Kelly dies at the age of 83. That same day, 19, uh, 1996, the Chris Farley movie, Black Sheep, hits the Hey. hey. 12 years ago, 2011, the White Stripes officially split up after six albums ending their run as one of the most successful rock duos. 10 years ago, 2013, Macklemore's Thrift Shop. 
Yeah. It's number one in the U.S. Good for him. That was a great. That was a great hit. That was a good song. It had its time. Mm-hmm. It had its time. Uh, nine years ago today, in 2014, Philip Seymour Hoffman dies in the middle of filming the final Hunger Games movie. He was only 46. And four years ago, in 2019, 10 million people watched Marshmallow perform a 10-minute virtual concert inside Fortnite. 10 million people watched. That was their largest in-game event ever. You hear about all the parties backstage? Crazy. Ooh, man, crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's what happened back in the day. And now, crap on celebrities. It is time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Crap on, brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Quote, nothing feels right. So Ozzy Osbourne is retiring from touring. The Black Sabbath frontman announced in a statement posted to social media early Wednesday that a spinal injury four years ago and subsequent surgeries have made him incapable of traveling. Quote, never would I have imagined that my touring days would have ended this way. He wrote an emotional announcement. I am honestly humbled by the way you've all patiently held on to your tickets for all this time, but in all good conscience... I have now come to the realization that I'm not physically capable of doing my upcoming European UK tour dates. As I, mean, I kn- he can't even stand. Yeah, he said, as I know, I couldn't deal with the travel required. While Osborne is 74, uh, he acknowledged that his singing voice is fine. His physical health has taken a toll, so he's uh, he's also battling Parkinson's. Yeah, he played uh, one or two songs. Well, I say in quotes, played. Uh, it was at some sporting event, I think. It was a football like halftime thing. Yeah, and, they, and he basically. Uh, they made a human-sized guitar stand for him. Like, he had, like, a brace in his back so he could stand up straight. Ugh. It was him and Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath. They did Whoa. a couple songs. and It That's almost rough. looked like a guitar stand. Uh, he revealed that he's undergone three operations, stem cell treatments, physical therapy, and hybrid assistive limb treatment. The, uh, he said, my, my team is currently coming up with ideas for where I'll be able to perform without having to travel from city to city and country to country. The Rock and Roll Hall of Famer uh, underwent uh, what his wife, Sharon, described as life-altering operations last year that removed and realigned pins in his neck and back. It's really going to determine, determine the rest of the life, she said. Um, let's see. Uh, the decision to walk away from the stage would have been a tremendously difficult one. He admitted just last year that performing on the stage is where he belongs. Uh, he said his relationship with his audience has been the biggest love affair of his life. Ah, so that's su- rough. Super bummer. But hell of a run, man. Hell of a run. Uh, it seems like every year the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees uh, n- nominates more artists outside the actual rock genre. We talked about Eminem, LL Cool J, Dolly Parton. Uh, nominees for the class of 2023 are here, and they released a new mission statement that sounds like it may be an attempt to head off any sort of criticism over the choices. Uh-huh. This is what the uh, Rock Hall of Fame said. Born from the collision of rhythm and blues, country and gospel, rock and roll is a spirit that is inclusive and ever-changing. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame celebrates the sound of youth culture and honors the artists who whose music connects us all. Basically, it says, we're going to do what we want. Yeah, and every Screw year you. it's the same argument, and everybody makes the same, it's not, it's not rock and roll, it's not what it's all about. When are we going to stop that argument? Obviously, they're going to they're gonna nominate your LL Cool J's every year, your, right. your Jay-Z's every year, your Dr. Dre's every year. So they put out that Deal statement. Deal with it. They put out that statement to stop that and just say, like, grow up, here's what we're doing. Uh, so here's what they're doing. 14 acts have made the short list of the 2023 Rock and, and we'll Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Okay, go ahead. Who's... A tribe called Quest. Love them. Kate Bush. Cheryl. 
Crow. Wow. Missy That's Elliott. Awesome. Two first names. Joy Division slash New Order. Soundgarden. Uh-huh. Iron Maiden. Rage Against the Machine. Uh-huh. The White Stripes. Cindy Lauper. George Michael. Willie Nelson. A lot of two first names there. The Spinners. And Warren Zevon. Uh, to be eligible Wait, who for... who's after George Michael? Uh, Willie Nelson. Uh-huh. The Spinners. And Warren Zevon. Uh, to be eligible, you, the artist's first commercial recording needs to be released at least 25 years before the year of nomination. Uh, you can cast your vote now, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Class 2023, at vote.rockhall.com. Okay, so of those of those nominees, you got to pick three to get in. Three that we predict or three that we want? I'm going to say predict. Give me both. Who do you want and who do you think? Um, I think Willie Nelson, Soundgarden, and uh, Warren Zevon might go in. Okay, I think, I think they're going to say a Tribe Hall Quest. I think they're going to say Iron Maiden. And I think they're going to say Willie Nelson. Now, the other people are going to get in. I think Willie Nelson is a lock. I think Same. He, I, think I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I think, think so Willie Nelson is if a Dolly lock. just did it, it's Willie's turn. They yeah. always got to put a rap group, a Tribe Called Quest, is probably one of the most influential rap groups of all time. Mm-hmm. They're getting in. Uh, Iron Maiden, there's been a lot of like groundswell, like, why is Iron Maiden not in? If not Iron Maiden, I think Soundgarden. Do I want Rage? Yes. Soundgarden? Yes. Uh, I don't think Rage should be in yet. I think they will be and they should be, but not now. Do you think Joy Division? Because, I mean, they've influenced a bazillion bands. Yeah, got that goth rock stuff. You know what I mean? Right. It has. That's Joy prob- Division That's huge. probably going in. I don't even know Joy Division. Yeah. I just know the name the so shirts. well <laughs> that I, like, somehow respect it just uh, yeah. through osmosis. Uh, what was Joy Division's big... I don't think they had, like, many radio hits. No, they're just one of those groups that every rock band, you know, Green Day, whoever they are. Look up to him. I'd love to see Willie Nelson, Iron Maiden, and, um, and dude, and Missy Elliott deserves it too. But I think probably, she. I don't right. think her time is yet. I, I think, think Missy's coming in later years. Yeah. Well, Joy Division never made a bit because the lead singer died. Mm. Uh, Ian Curtis. That's Ian Curtis. Suicide. And uh, George Michael, I think, you know, he still has the Christmas song that he's played all the time. And <laughs> maybe this. I think you got a, a woman's got to be thrown in there. I think Cindy Lauper might be. Oh yeah, it might be her time. Might that's, be her time. That's that's a good that's a good argument. And she it's would, a good mix. She if you would get go, Cindy, Willie, and Soundgarden. She would go Crow, before man. Kate. Bush. Yeah, Joe we got a Missouri. So many damn I'm going Crow. Cheryl deserves we need Missouri it. in there. Let's go Crow. <laughs> Cheryl deserves it, but not before Willie or uh, uh. or uh, Iron Maiden. So this might help. Arguing that the late Warren Zevon never got the re- recognition he deserved before his t- 2003 passing, Billy Joel has revealed that he wrote the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame calling for Werewolves of London singer in, uh, singer's induction. He said that if anybody deserves to be inducted, Zevon does. He was a real original, and I don't know that he's appreciated enough. Uh, Joel remembered watching Zevon perform in 74, saying, I was knocked out. He was like the crazy brother I never had. He was fearless, and it stuck with me. Uh, former late-night host David Letterman has also championed Zevon's induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Zevon is finally on the uh, nominees, uh, nominees list in 2023. He has been eligible since 94. You know what? I'm switching to him. He's a redhead. I think this guy needs to get in. What song? Gingers. What it's song? like a cult. What song is there? <laughs> I have no clue who this guy is. I need to look him up. Warren Zevon? Yeah, he kind of looks like... Uh, I know the Werewolves of London song. Oh, John yeah. Denver and, uh, you know, he's a good-looking guy. I like him. Redhead. 
The In Memoriam segment at the 2023 Grammy Awards on Sunday, February 5th will include tributes to three diverse artists who died last year. Country legend Loretta, Loretta Lynn, Fleetwood Mac singer Christine McVie, and Migos rapper Takeoff. Uh, Casey Musgraves is going to perform Lynn's 1970 classic Coal Miner's Daughter in tribute to the country music legend Sheryl Crow. Mick Fleetwood and Bonnie Raitt will team up to perform Songbird from Fleetwood Mac's album Rumors. And gospel collective Maverick City Music will link up with Quavo to sing uh, Without You, uh, his tribute song to the late nephew and, and Mikos mate Takeoff. Uh, the 65th annual Grammy Awards airs this Sunday, February 5th, starting at 7 Central. Okay, so Billboard magazine, they have their odds of, of who of the nominees who's going to get in. They say the White Stripes are shooing. They say Sheryl Crow a shooing. Uh, Willie Nelson is next. Kate Bush. Kate Bush. I mean, just because of running up yeah. that hill had a big pop off with Stranger Things. Former President Kate Bush. I but think. after a 2022 that included her classic running up that hill, not just being revived via Stranger Things, but becoming one of the year's biggest Hot 100 hits of any kind, it's fair to call her a front runner for induction in 2023. <laughs> and to say that it, if she doesn't get in this time, it's hard to imagine what else it would take. Okay, then George Michael. Then Soundgarden, Missy Elliott. You're gonna, you're gonna seriously machine. stand here and tell me you, Kate Bush is gonna go in before George Michael. What planet is this? Warren Zevon, Cindy <laughs> Lauper, Joy Division, Iron Maiden, Spinners at 12 to 1 odds. Yeah. Uh, wrong. Really stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. That's Billboard. Billboard. Magazine. Oh, it's Billboard. Beyonce put all rumors to rest on Wednesday. She announced the Renaissance World Tour with a simple post on Instagram. Bay's official website says the tour will start May 10th in Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, she'll get to North America on July 8th with a stop in Toronto. The tour ends in New Orleans on September 27th. The shows will be in stadiums, of course. Uh, Beyonce's last tour was her 2018 On the Run 2 outing with her husband, Jay-Z. Uh, I guess we have the Dome at America Center, August 21st. Uh, by the way, to describe Joy Division as goth rock is not is not correct. It'd be more... New wave? Post-punk synth pop. Yeah. New Order Joy Division. Do you have any to play? Is it riddled with cursing? Is it Joy Division slash New Order? That's how it's. That's how the induction. Okay, so New Order is Blue Monday. Do you know Blue Monday? Oh yeah, I'm sure I do. Just you, you know the blue you know the orgy Monday. you know the orgy cover. Blue. You know the orgy cover yeah. of, of Blue Monday. How does it, it feel? feel? Oh yeah, to treat me like I you do. Yeah. All right. Our Dr. Dre prayers have been answered to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Dr. Dre's groundbreaking album, The Chronic. The album was re-released by its original distributor, Interscope Records, and returns to all major streaming services on Wednesday. That was yesterday. Uh, the re-releases uh, come with a special Chronic merch collection. Dre says, I am thrilled to bring The Chronic home to its original distribution partner, Interscope Records, working alongside my longtime colleagues. Blah, 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 blah. It's a full circle moment for me. Uh, the album was removed from streaming services after Snoop uh, Snoop Dogg uh, acquired the catalog of Suge Knight's Death Row Records along with other Death Row classics like, like Doggy Style and the Dog Pounds, Dog Food, uh, which were no longer streaming. Uh, speaking of uh, streaming, Bon Jovi's video for Living on a Prayer is the latest to get a billion YouTube views. Wow. A billion. The 1986 Would you have guessed Living on a Prayer if you said what Bon Jovi song hit a billion views? Would you guess that one? Yeah, hi. But I would still be surprised that any of his videos had a billion. 
I guess that I guess of all his songs, that yeah. would be the one to. Can you can you guys name some other videos that have na- that have hit a billion at this point? A billion. Bohemian World Rhapsody. Beaver. That's Just a great one. Bohemian Rhapsody is on there. Yes. Psy uh, Gangnam Style. I don't yeah. have that on the list, but I think that has hit it. Uh, uh, probably Sunshine stay, or something. Stay from... with Rock. Just just give me Rocks. Oh, not. Black Hole Sun? Black Hole Sun, no. Oh, I thought that. Smells Like Teen Spirit? Smells Like Teen Spirit, no. No? I mean, maybe, but not not on my list. Is there a Pearl Jam uh, song on there? American Idiot? Older. There's only one that's somewhat newer. And I don't... Sorry. Metallica. Enter Sandman? Two that are about 20 years old. Oh, wasn't it Nothing Else Matters? Uh, no, I don't have that. I have Guns N' Roses, November Rain. Ah, uh, November. Right. Yeah. Another Guns N' Roses. Give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. Welcome. Sweet Child of Mine. Sweet Child of Mine. Uh, Linkin Park's Numb. Uh, and okay. Audio Slaves Like a Stone. Uh, really? Billion, oh, billion plays club, in- dude. <laughs> uh, Netflix is going to start cracking down on password sharing next month. We talked a little bit about this, and now we know that they're uh, going to do it. Sort of. The updated FAQ said they to ensure uninterrupted access to Netflix, connect to the Wi-Fi at your primary location, open the Netflix app or website, and watch something at least once every 31 days. This creates a trusted device so you can watch Netflix even when you're away from your primary care, uh, primary uh, location. Uh, so what if somebody outside your household tries to use your account on a non-trusted device? Quote, Netflix will prompt users who try to sign into your account elsewhere to sign up for their own account instead mm. and block their access until they do. Wow. But what if that somebody is you? Say you're traveling and you want to open your account on a hotel TV, for instance. In that case, you have to request a temporary code when you sign in. It gives you access for seven consecutive days. Wow. And that's that's their move. Uh, let's see. Keanu Reeves got a, str- a temporary restraining order against a guy who claims they're related. His name huh. is Brian Dixon. So, right there. He's out. He's not a Reeves. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, although, he likes to call himself Jasper Keith Reeves. Oh, well, so, there you go. So, maybe oh, we are related. Reeves. <laughs> brothers. Yeah. He claims on his social media that he wants to prove they're blood relatives so that he can sign all, all of his rights over and have Keanu take care of him. Oh, that's sweet that's of him. That's creepy. He's 38 years old. Dixon has trespassed on Keanu's property six times that they know of over the last few months. He even fell asleep in the backyard November 5th. He also left a suspicious and alarming backpack on the property, and in it was a DNA test that he apparently wants Keanu to take. Off to a creepy start. <laughs> Is that insane? Yeah. So, How does uh, someone pick, you know, this random... Celebrity, and that's the guy you're just gonna keep harassing over and over. And 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 for the reasons he wants him to take care of him. Somebody who's got some serious mental issues. So yeah, I didn't know Keanu did. He's dealing with that. Uh, Celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Shakira is 46. You know her name means woman full of grace. Mm. Pretty. Uh, Robert DeLeo from Stone Temple Pilots is 57. Christy Brinkley is 69. Dog the Bounty Hunter is 70. TV chef Ina Garten is 75. Graham Nash from Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Sometimes Young is 81. And Tommy Smothers is 86. And today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Tracy Lane. And today's birthday girl has been in 94 fine films, including Black in the Saddle, Bottomless 3, Greased Lightning, Mommy is a Mill 4, Panty Drawer Tours 3, uh, Tracy Lane's Dirty Diaries, and who could forget her role in 2006's Scott's favorite, Virgin Patrol 2. <laughs> oh my gosh, by the way, cool, I forgot to cool tell flick. you. Uh, or did I tell you? Uh, a first happened with the uh, porno birthdays a couple months ago. Somebody reached out? Somebody reached out and said, uh, hey, that was my ex-girlfriend. Oh, I right. knew her. So, uh, a, fr- a friend of mine dated one of our... Uh, 
I point our birthdays. And, right. and said she was lovely. <laughs> good job. <laughs> it was all thumbs up. Like, yeah, it didn't work out, but she was great. Tracy Lane is 45 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those were your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on Saturdays. All right, up after the break, Liv is here, and we've got the Craigslist Freak of the Week. <laughs> so, Mood, if you would open up the Riz Show chat room. That's right. Open 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Hop on the uh, YouTube feed. Chat room's right there. We need your name suggestions for these three freaks. All from Canada again. We got some poop in this time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is that that your winner? Yes. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Hmm. Is there a clear winner here, you think? I mean, poop's always hard to beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't give too much away. Uh, So Liv will read the ads, and you guys will vote for your favorite freak via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. And one of these ads, moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoff. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. Breakfast Freak of the Week is next. This is Ben Bailey, member of the prestigious Third Timers Club, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. What the hell was the name of that restaurant that rotated downtown? So I went the, to that years ago. It, it was like on top of like the Clarion. Bed. Yeah, on top of a building. I went there with my wife, and you sit on the edge. Like it's like a, everything's glass. Like it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a glass. Uh, it was Vegas style. The right. Millennium, Millennial Hotel. Or hotel. Downtown, right? Yeah, the big, tall one, right by the riverfront. And the, yeah, right on the riverfront, and, and it rotated. Yeah. So my mom always talked about she made the mistake of setting her purse down once. <laughs> no. <laughs> they went around. Yeah. So it's a it now, didn't go fast. No, no, no. But the the, the Millennium staff. Hotel St. Louis, more commonly known as the Millennium, is a defunct hotel complex in downtown St. Louis that closed in 2014. Oh wow. Uh, Tower one, tower two, had a hotel space, 28 stories tall. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's the same thing. I remember it because at the old Bush Stadium, it was one of the few buildings that crested over yeah, o- yeah. over the top. Yeah. And it used to, when in, in the 80s, I want to say it said Clarion on it. Huh. So, so as a kid, I always saw this green Clarion um, uh, sign. So what was, an interesting idea for a, a restaurant that just turns. Seems cheap and easy. And... <laughs> I don't remember anything about the food. I think it was more the experience of rotating while you eat, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you I mean, get in focused on your meal, and then you look out the window. Oh, we've moved. We've moved. Oh, my God, a restaurant that rotates. <laughs> well, we must go. It was a circular building. Yes. And it was really cool. And if, if you think about it, if you're up there and you want the view and you want, like, I want to see the river, a river view, I or I want to see, see the, the city. Oh, how about we just see it all? <laughs> well, we're just waiting 15 minutes. You'll be seeing, yeah, you'll be seeing that part. Let's just we make the top in, uh, of the... The patio there, it was nice. Let's just make the top of the building a, a lazy Susan. This will be great. All right, well, it's time for the Craigslist Freak of the Week, and Liv is here. I cannot wait. So, uh, we've got three brand new ads. Liv will read the ads. You guys in the chat room and, and through feedback and social media, whatever you guys want, send us a message. Give us your name suggestions. We'll name the ads, and then at the end of the reading, we'll put it up for a vote on Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show based on your votes. One of these three will move on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. So without further ado, let us begin. Live ad number one coming at you. No more OWI. Mail for anyone, 44 years old, Ontario area. Howdy, Craigslist. I'm Kevin. I'm a good Southern American living up here in Big Bye Town. I saw this idea not long ago and I had to try it. And so far, it's been great. If your ass is drunk as a skunk and your liver is busy as a beaver, you know you shouldn't be behind the wheel. So call me. 
We'll plan your night and I'll be your whole group's driver. I got a big truck I bought with me and you, your gal pals, and all your bro buds will fit in the bed. I got a cooler full of your faves from Labatt to Broadhead. Only thing I ask is that you ride topless if you're a lady and bottomless if you're a guy. (laughs) It's only fair, and believe me, after a night out, this is the perfect way to start the end of your party. You'll be hanging loose and boozing all the way home. I'll drive as far as an hour in and out of the city. Won't charge you for the drive in, only for the miles out, and the more clothes you throw in the cab, the more I'll knock off the price. I promise you'll never drive drunk again. Email me now to set up the next couple weekends and hurry because I will book up and I can't fit more than 12 in the bed at a time. I got a rope around the side walls, so it's totally safe. Let's keep (laughs) this party going. I mean, it doesn't sound like a terrible idea. I mean, it is better (laughs) than getting a DUI or OWI up there in Canada. Yeah, you got to take your pants off, though. I mean, how far are we going completely like Donald Duck style? It sounds like bottomless. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, keep your socks on, I guess. At least it's warm up in Canada. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean... That's how they found the the junk at the gas station. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah found somebody's just, penis. He drove a little too quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, so is this an enclosed... It sounds... It's just in the bed of his truck. Like and there's a, a rope. giant pickup, yeah. Yeah. And I imagine, like, two by fours, and he's got some rope tied around. Like, the an, right. F- like an F-250. <laughs> Women have to be truck. topless. Men have to be bottomless. Yeah. Which I feel is slightly uneven, but... I can't see this being a viable business <laughs> for this guy. I don't know how much he's making off this, but okay. Uh, Do names? they not have Uber? Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> and it's not very aerodynamic. Yeah, but Uber, you can't be topless and keep the party going. <laughs> this isn't very aerodynamic. I think there's a lot of flapping that's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot. Danny McRide. <laughs> I love that. And, uh, Adam Driver. Marshall Trucker. Uh, Wheeler Walker, Walker Driver. Lyft Romney. Alco Hall, H A U L. Not bad. I really like uh, Hall Walker. Hall. What was the first one you said? Oh, the first one was Danny McRide. <laughs> that was pretty solid. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. I, I, I kind of like that one. Yeah, Hall Hogan. <laughs> Are we okay with Danny McRide? I'm good yeah, with Danny that's McRide. Good. Okay, great, 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 great. <laughs> good guy. Oh, Danny and his truck. <laughs> so reliable. <laughs> God, and when he comes pick you up, you know, honk the horn, hug everybody in, tops off, <laughs> bottoms off. And now that you kind of have, you know, the image of the curly-headed, brown-haired guy that's kind of southern boy, this is perfect. Man. The guy picking you up. Yeah. That's that's him. Yeehaw! Danny. Yee-yee. Danny. All right, let's go to the next ad, uh, ad number two, Liv, coming at you. Used oil. Man for anyone. 51 years old. Victoria Village, Canada. I need your used motor oil. Ever since I was let go from my job at a repair shop, it's hard to get enough used motor oil. A while back, I had a wonderful encounter with my lady. As she and I became intimate, we accidentally hit a used tube of motor oil off a shelf and it went all over our naked bodies. (laughs) The smell and feel got me real worked up and got her really worked up. Ever since this moment, we continue to play with used motor oil as lubrication. We are looking for a lot more oil and if... and if whoever brings it by, male or female, can join in on the fun. You won't understand how wonderful it feels until you try it with us. Please only use synthetic oil as we are a condom-free home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this can't be good for you. 
condom free. Used home. motor oil. That burns my bits just thinking about it. What is that? A 10 W 40? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there a weight requirement on it? There's some great names. Five great dubs. names. I, I think we have a winner, but there's there's some great names. So you knock over, <laughs> you knock over a tub, like a, or a tube of motor oil off a shelf, and you keep going. Man. Or you get it on, you go, man, this is turning me on so much. Yeah, no. <laughs> the okay. smell would like knock you of out. Of course, used motor oil. Insane. This makes no sense, but okay. Names. Uh, we have 10W Dirty, which is pretty pretty Whoa. funny. Oh, hey, 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 just wait, just wait. Can't fall in love right uh, away. Fidel Castrol, <laughs> Jeffy Lube, and Val Voline. Yeah. Jeff, Jeffy Lube. Is. <laughs> Jeffy, Jeffy Lube, Lube is pretty good. <laughs> pretty They're all good. They're all yeah, good. I have one that oil rev knocker, but I don't think that'll work. No, <laughs> I like Jeffy Lube. Yeah, yeah. Jeffy Lube. Jeffy Lube. <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, here is ad number three. Liv, coming at you. Mukbang helper. Woman for anyone. 30 years old, Vancouver. Hello, fellow mukbangers. <laughs> Looking for a partner for an extreme eating and eliminating show. I'm fairly new to the game, but I'm already psyched for the next level. You'll come to my place and feed me. Ramen, burgers, chicken fingers, candy bars, gummies, bacon, tackies, fried fish, you name it, I'll stomach it. I'm an eating machine. Of course, I'll be live streaming on my channel. Part one is the eating. Part two is the eliminating. I don't purge after all that food. You'll wait with me 24 to 48 hours and document all my bowel movements. I can't actually stream what happens in the toilet, but you'll be the reporter on the scene. You'll be describing the smell, texture, and amount. We'll weigh it. You can even sketch it. I know my viewers are curious. It's been my number one question. I eat more than anyone and I eliminate more than anyone. Let's go on this journey together and become stars and maybe make a little money. I don't know anyone doing a two-part show. All right. Now, you know what mukbanging is. Wow. No. That's something with eating, right? That's the that's the overeating? That's like you film that yourself people eating? film their self. Like, film that. And they, they, these are big on, on oh, like YouTube and, and TikTok. These people? It, it's just somebody eating a large amount of food. Ah. So, it's like, here I am with seven bags of McDonald's. And I just, just, gonna I eat, just eat. And I, I film myself eating. Or, like... Piles of spaghetti, and here I am just eating it. Wow! Or you see those videos where they have like that obscenely large like seafood, and she just has like this lobster claw, or this crab claw that's yeah. as big as her head. And there's not really much to it; it's just them eating. Eating. That's mukbang. That's, that's exciting. And it is a, an entire <sighs> category of videos, and they're huh. very popular. Man. There are so many names. Uh, now remember, this is a gal, right? This is a gal. This is a thirty-year-old woman. Okay, so we're looking for a, we're looking for a gal's name. Uh, a lot of people coming over with, with fellers' names, and those are good. But um, <laughs> oh boy, uh, we have a uh, uh, messy Elliot, but I think we've had that before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scatty Kathy. Uh, let's see, Sandy Santel. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, Mucky Brewster. Crusty <laughs> Alley. Uh, Muckleberry Gin. Which is pretty funny. That's pretty good. Uh, and Lady Kaka. Oh. <laughs> Lady Kaka. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lady Kaka. <laughs> nice. Yes. Okay. Well, you guys took... Yeah, wow. you know... <laughs> took Kaka. The, the, 
eating is not the freaky part here. It's the second part. Right. It's yeah. part two of our show. So we'll eat intermission <laughs> and then part two. And did you picture the reporter? You know, they said you're going to be reporting us dressed in that hurricane gear and they're out there and it's really windy. And- <laughs> We're reporting oh, live. Yeah. No, I'm thinking wearing a hat with the, with, it says press on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just arrived on the scene. I got a scoop, oh, <laughs> got a scoop oh, on the poop. Oh, man. A scoop on the poop. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, mukbang Sally. That's a good one, too. Uh, mukbang Sally, but Lady Kaka. Kaka. That's the one. All right, there you go. There are the three ads. Danny McRide. Danny McRide is the guy who's uh, now in Canada. He wants to be your Uber driver, basically. Big old truck. He's going to give you and your gang a, a ride home. He's got booze and everything, but the ladies, no shirts, and the fellers, no pants. Uh, got a cooler full of your faves. <laughs> All right, you heard uh, from Jeffy Lube that Jeffy is not Lube too. accidentally spilled some motor oil on him, and wow, they like that. So uh, come come yep. join him with some... Uh, bring bring oil. <laughs> yeah, full synthetic. And you just heard from Lady... Kaka. Okay. Right, one of these is going to move on. Uh, that's right, and off to an early start. We have one that's uh, getting a lot of early frontrunner? Oh, yeah. uh, Liv, uh, who do we think? Got to go with Lady Kaka. Kaka. I mean, the fact that she says that they're going to weigh it, which means they're going to go into the bowl, fish it out. out. Yeah. Assuming it's a solid, it'd be a little bit easier, but it might not be. Unless you do it in one of those toilet hats, like the upside down hat where they- uh, That's true. Where where they take you to the hospital and they test. Yeah. Too many details, too many plans for for act two with with that one. Well, what do you think? Lady Kaka gets my vote. Is it close? Uh, no, not really, honestly. No. I'm thinking about it. No. The others seem very fair. I don't know. This one is fair. You know, there is this, uh, they're, they're <laughs> horny people. Why somebody want to lube they're up horny people. Run. This person doesn't even seem like they're that turned on by this. This is just their thing. I don't know. It's so we're going to go Lady Kaka too? Yep, let's go there. Uh, it's not going to be close. It's it's <laughs> Lady Kaka is going to be all winner. But listen, that's just us. Yeah. You guys out there in, in Risho Listening Land could be thinking something totally different. Yeah, let's help Maybe miss we missed something. All right, vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show, and we will have the winner when we sign on tomorrow morning. All right, let's, uh, let's take a break, and we're going to give away some stuff. We've got tickets for the Party Gras DB's Tent in Soulard for Mardi Gras. That'll be on February 18th. we got tickets to go see Young the Giant. we got tickets to go see Alter Bridge. We have Massage Lux gift cards. Redeemable for a one-hour standard massage. After the break, King Scott, what are you playing? Do you know movies? Do you know movies? Well, does Liv know movies? Yeah. Probably not. We'll try. Oh, this is All right, easy. So, These are hits. Okay. All right, so King Scott is going to read you the description of, let's do 10 movies, okay, Scott? Okay, 10? Okay. 10 different movies. But but it's King Scott's synopsis. Okay. Well, yeah, I watched a movie. I'm going to tell you what happened in a movie. You just tell me what movie it is, the title. I can't wait. And out of 10, how many will live get mm. correct as far as guessing what movie they are? All right, Moon, I don't want you to read it. I don't want you to read anything. Okay. You get Ooh. two Moon Lifelines. Sweet. Ooh. Uh, he's, yep. Sweet. Got to crush it. So this is King Scott's vision of these movies written down. You have to guess what movie it is. You have two Moon Lifelines. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, out of 10, how many will live get correct? 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. We will play next. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Live no movies. 
is The Mentalist. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Uh, we are going to give away some stuff. The game is called Does Live No Movies? The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- Okay, so today's contest is sponsored by... T.R. Hughes, half-acre new home sites in Wentzville and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. All right, so we have tickets for the Part de Gras DB's Tent Soulard on Saturday, February 18th. We've got Young the Giant tickets. We've got Alter Bridge tickets. We've got Massage Lux gift cards, redeemable for a one-hour standard massage. So King Scott is going to read a description of a movie. This is a King Scott version of the movie. <laughs> I think I speak his language, so. Well, I live. It's simple. You just have to tell us what movie he's talking about. Okay. All right, and you have two Moon lifelines. Good. So Moon will be able to we help We got out. this. We do. And the question is, out of 10 descriptions, how many movies will live get correct? All right, Scott, let's do an example. Okay. All right, this is to set the baseline. Okay. Let's see here if you All can right. even get close to understanding this one. Go ahead. All right. Uh, after a man breaks in home, he discovers a child crawled in his bag. So he forced a kid to work in a sweatshop. And uh, eventually he tells the kid that his mom died, makes him leave to go find his dad. <laughs> So uh, he accepted, uh, so he eventually finds his dad and he wants nothing to do with him. So he eventually accepts the child and then they save the world from tragedy together. What movie is he talking about? That would be Elf. Wow. <laughs> Did you get that? No, not yet. I probably would have needed him to repeat it and I wouldn't have handled that very well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So out of 10, how many will live? Get correct. Let's go to Waterloo, Steve. How about it? Hey, guys. Let's go with seven. Seven out of ten. All right. Mike, how many? Happy birthday, Riz. Mike, who never gets a vacation. Uh, Eight. (laughs) Uh, How many? Eight. Okay. Eight. Okay. Hang on one second. Mike, uh, Dustin, how many? Uh, Let's go with six. Six. Okay. Uh, Kurt, how many? Nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, Keith, how many? Um, she's gonna get all ten of them. Okay, wow. all ten. Dang, everybody's on And Max, how many? Uh, happy birthday, Turd Nugget, and we're going with five. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Turd Nugget. All right, let's begin. <laughs> Does live no movies? Movie number one. All right, it's a movie about a guy that trains to box, and then he ends up boxing. He drinks raw eggs, runs off some steps, and wins the fight. At one point, he yells his wife's name. It's a good film. Rocky. There you go. An easy one. Okay. They get okay. way tougher oh, no. like right. this one. <laughs> All right. A former infamous NFL kicker steals a dolphin, and a PI hired to solve the crime of the missing porpoise eventually finds the bad guy and arrests her. Moon? Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. I <gasps> didn't know that one. Snowflake. It's been so long since I've seen that. He's up Holy on the table. Like crime. Yeah. They like crime. You have dramas. used one moon lifeline. You I only did. get one left. Uh, nice I work, feel man. good. All right. Wow, that was, yeah. I thought that would be a gimme. No. Yeah. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Okay, two for two. A movie about a child whose dear sweet mom died. He lives in the woods, and he's friends with a bunch of woodland creatures, and I'm pretty sure my cousin has the former child star mounted on his basement wall. Bambi? Yes! (laughs) That one threw me for a loop. Three for three. Three for three. Okay, here we go. Trying to make it big, a, brand, a band breaks into a radio station and demands the disc jockey to spin their super sweet song. It's a funny flick, plus it did work out in the end. One of the bandmates would go on to become an actor and play a whale in a movie. 
I don't know. A whale? Are you going to use your moon lifeline? You have one left. All right, Moon. A brilliant classic. That's Airheads, baby. Nice. It's worse. I've never seen Airheads. Oh, my God. You work at a, you work I, at yeah, a rock radio, radio station. Radio. I, I'm like, this is, I don't know. What year did it came out, come out? Milo, 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 Milo. Uh, 92. Yeah, is that, it's so good. Dude. I want to uh, say that's later. No, it was probably 94, 95. Man, it's, it's, Steve Buscemi's a bass player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brendan so Fraser. Silly. Dude. Uh, it, that, 1994. Brendan, a, the guy who played Kramer. Yeah, it's Michael McKeon is the program director. Harold Ramis is in it. He is? I thought so. Just for, just, just, it? just for a brief moment. Isn't he in? Oh, I know. Uh, well, that one guy comes and he's, he's acting. Oh, no, no. It's uh, J- uh, J- uh, Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson works for Palatine Records. <laughs> and then, um, man, isn't uh, uh, what's what's the dude from uh, from Spinal Tap? He is. Michael McKeon. He's yeah, Michael McKeon. Yeah, he's uh, Milo. He's, he's the program amazing. director. The dude that was married to Courtney Cox. Uh, uh, David, David Arquette. Arquette. He's in it. Dude, this movie, this, dude, this movie it's is so good. Movie. Loaded. Hey, yeah, if it's streaming silly. somewhere, I'm all, it sounds great. Yeah, it's a, it's a worthy watch. Chris Farley's in it. Yeah, yeah he makes a he's, special. He's a he's a police officer. Okay, uh, so, all right, four for four. Next, you're at it. You you are on. Your I know, own I'm now, on my own now. now. Harold Ramis uh, as Chris Moore, by the way. Nice. A short fella goes into a football game and sacks the opposing team's quarterback, and his teammates are so nice they lift the little guy up in the air so he can see the crowds cheering for him. A little guy in football? Short fellow is the unlikely hero for a football team. This isn't so much a clue, but the entire listening audience is screaming at you right now. <laughs> a, a short guy <laughs> in football? I'm going to give you a three, I'm going to give you a two, and I'm going to give you, I need an answer. I don't help. Oh, Moon? Rudy. That's Rudy. 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 You didn't see Rudy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Frodo's buddies in it, man. It's good. Man, that's that. That makes me cry. That movie. Oh, that. that. Oh, oh yeah. So when he, of, I thought it was nicely. When his dad like, finally clapping after the sack. Oh, dude! And when the when the uh, when the uh, custodial, custodial engineer, the former player, is clapping, he claps like this. Oh, it's like the most no, violent yeah. clap. I'm like, how does he not hurt his hands? That, that's an emotional part too. Oh, when he runs into that game. John Favreau's his boy, right? Yeah, right? yeah. Favreau's in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love Favreau. Well, so, so the quarterback was was Joe Montana, I believe, and they don't, he's not Joe Montana in the movie, but I think the real quarterback in Notre Dame that. was Joe Montana, and he's like, that's not how it happened. Oh, you mean you yeah. mean during the real like during the Rudy real Rudy Rudiger? Rudy Rudiger. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, every single person that was there goes, wow, that's a hell of a movie. That's not <laughs> that's, that's not, not really the story. Happened, it's okay. like it's really cool. I'm happy it happened for Rudy, but uh, I made all these touchdowns. I caught all these passes that game, and uh, he gets the glory. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, four. that one. That, that's, uh, next. You're gonna you're gonna get yelled at for that. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. It came out next. when I was three. Okay. <laughs> After a boat sunk, a bunch of people got wet and then drowned, including a homeless guy. Some random nude model survives, and when she is old, she throws a very expensive necklace into the ocean off a big boat. And I hope this homeless guy who drowned found it so he could finally be rich. Titanic. Nice. Some nude model. Yes. <laughs> but I thought it's nice she threw that necklace out there so he could get it one day yeah. and be rich. Give it back to Jack. Next. All right. Some aliens leave their child behind and he meets an earthly child. They become friends and go trick-or-treating. Eventually, government tries to kill the alien child. However, the earthling and his older earthling brother save the alien child and return it to a wooded area where a spacecraft took the alien child and flew away into outer space where aliens live. E.T. Show me E.T. 
That was like the, that was like the studio pitch. You just did the entire movie pitch. <laughs> Go trick-or-treating. Okay, next. A southern boy who taught Elvis how to dance grows up to fight in Vietnam. Sitting on a bench, he reveals that he showed LBJ or LBJ his butt and his girlfriend was promiscuous. He ended up running across the country and then floated off into sunset with his legless buddy. Forrest Gump. Yeah. We got no legs, yeah. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Floating yeah. off into the sunset. It's a romantic <laughs> ending, man. <laughs> uh, this one could be this one could be tricky. God, yeah, you're sitting one. at seven. Okay. Teens fall asleep, and a peeled Mr. Potato Head guy with scissors on his hands end up killing a lot of them, except for the main star of the film. It was scary, especially the bad guy's dopey-looking hat. Is that one Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah! Oh, nice. <laughs> oh. I, I see. I don't want. I don't really watch yeah. scary movies, so I knew. I knew what he looked like. I knew that was. Yeah. It's Freddy, right? Freddy, yeah. But I'm like, I'm it's not sure. called Freddy. It's Edward Scissorhands' uncle, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. They are not of relation. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Same kind of. Uh, some middle-aged ladies go on a journey. They meet a young man who looked a lot like Brad Pitt. Then they drove their car off a cliff. Thelma and Louise? Yes. That's a great I've never too. seen it, but I knew about well, Now you know what cliff. happens. You don't have to see it. Uh, you have, is this the last one? Was that the last one? Right. Or do I have one more? I can do one more. You want me to do one more? Well, how many did we do? Oh, you're right. I have a third page, everybody. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. One, two, three, four, five. Darn it. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That was ten. Okay. There it is. That was ten. Oh, there you go. Woo! You, you, didn't count the, uh, you didn't count the example there, did you? Oh. No. One, two, oh, three, okay, cool. four, and that's five. That's it. Six, that's seven, it. eight, nine, ten. Okay. That's ten. Congratulations well done. to uh, Kurt. Nice. Might as well just do the last one for fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm this one's a tough one, but I figured I'd throw it in there because there's a connection here. Ooh. A movie about an author who didn't write a proper love story, so his number one fan tries to kill him. Though she did save his life, she then kept trying to end his life, and a cop looked down some steps. He died. The author leaves to go back to New York to write a new book. Plus, I'm pretty sure he's the author whose son is an elf. Just saying. The guy was an author, too. What in That sounds... Heck? Vaguely familiar, but you I don't know that movie. Oh, dude, the, the number best. one fan, the number one fan, she one of the best is movies. upset about his love story and wackadoodles. Yeah, I don't little know. Ankles, oh, a little man, ankle hitting misery. Yeah, uh, I've never seen it. But right? Am I correct oh, about him? Being I was the, getting some king vibes. Yeah. So I think what happened is he was writing these romantic novels, and then he decided I'm going to write children's books, and then he became you kept saying it's author, and all I kept thinking about was The Shining. Oh man, that's uh, a good. That's a, say, Misery's a good movie. Same. Uh, you you that's would really enjoy that. That's Kathy Bates, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Yo. one of her. Actually, it is her breakout role, I believe. I have some Kathy Bates news. It was in crap on celebrities that I didn't get to, so check the blog for that because uh, oh, she might right. be uh, bringing I mean, back something that's pretty sick. Kathy Bates oh, and fried green tomatoes or something. No, no, no. Uh, no. All right, before we hit the final break, let's do sports. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, so I know we talked about this a little yesterday. Yesterday, this was a big story. Tom Brady retired again. This time, it's for good. He swears. Yes. So he announced it in a video on Instagram, but he kept it short because, quote, you only get one super emotional retirement essay. And I used mine up last year. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So... <laughs> 
Uh, really, thank you guys so much to every single uh, You're awesome. <laughs> uh, Giselle uh, uh, commented on his post saying, quote, wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life. And then a uh, prayer hands emoji. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, welcome Tom to the Two Times Retired Club. Remember, Gronk came out of retirement to join Tom yeah. when he saw him with the Buccaneers. <laughs> Tom won seven Super Bowls, six with the Patriots, one with the Buccaneers. Uh, but the NFC East proved to be his kryptonite. He lost three Super Bowls to the Giants and one to the Eagles. And it was the Cowboys who ended his season in the playoffs this year, uh, thus defeating him in his final game. He's the NFL leader in passing guards with almost 90,000. Touchdown passes with almost 650. He also holds the NFL records for regular season wins, 251, Super Bowl appearances, playoff games and wins, playoff yards and touchdowns. Now, he is a the guy goat. that he, he likes to have the records, you know, of every record He's beaten. He's got a right? lot of them. He has almost every one of them. He doesn't have uh, retired the most yet. You think he'll do it just Is to that get Brett that Favre? record? I think Brett Favre has done it three times. Uh, after all, he was the 199th pick in the year 2000 draft. That's impressive. And there's no word on, you know, what his plans are. But last year, he signed a 10-year, $375 million contract with Fox Sports. So we could potentially see him during their Super Bowl coverage next week. Uh, but sources tell TMZ that Fox was as surprised as everyone else at Tom's announcement. Sure. And, uh, he's not in their plans this year, but okay. Uh, full schedule for the 2023 Major League Baseball season has been released. Opening day for your St. Louis Cardinals will be on Thursday, March 30th. It'll be the Blue Jays versus the Cardinals oh. over at Bush Stadium. Battle of the Birds. Uh, game starts at 310. Uh, then there's the MLB World Tour. So MLB taking some games around the world this year. Uh, the Giants and Padres are going to play in Mexico City. Two games April 29th and 30th. And the Cardinals and Cubs will play in London. That's Ooh. super cool. For two games, June 24th and 25th. The All-Star Game is going to be in Seattle at T-Mobile Park on July 11th. Where are they playing in London? Is that Wembley or somewhere else? I don't know. Uh, did I re read a rumor or something that was at the Millennium Stadium or the, the Tottenham? You know, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm, it's an easily Google thing. I'm interested because, I mean, they're going to I, – I, that's going to sell out, right? And this going to be think. huge. Uh, get yourself a job. Uh, the Cardinals are looking to fill a bunch of part-time and game day positions over at Bush. Uh, there's a hiring event today from 2 to 6. This is for concessions. And they say you could earn up to 20 to 30 bucks an hour after tips. That's pretty good. Sweet. Uh, it's an in-person in hiring event, so go to Gate 6, the Delaware North Sports Service entrance to Bush, uh, east side of the stadium. In men's college basketball, Mizzou beat LSU last night, 87 to 77. Colby Brown at 26 points. Mizzou is 17 and 5. And... In wrestling news, did you hear about Hulk Hogan? Hulk oh. Hogan. Hulk Hogan. This was the uh, the thing where he said, I'm sorry, now he didn't say Kurt he Angle say. on a podcast or something, said that he talked to him and uh, that after the surgery or something that he couldn't feel his legs. Right, so a rep for Hulk Hogan is speaking out after Kurt Angle, all these claims about Hulk's health. Uh, on his podcast, Kurt Angle said that after back surgery, the nerves were cut in his back and the Hulkster can't feel his lower body and has to use a cane to walk around. And this is for a quote from the podcast. He has to use a cane to walk around. I thought he was using his cane because he had pain in his back. He doesn't have any pain. He has nothing at all. He can't feel anything. He can't feel his legs, so he has to walk with a cane. It's pretty serious. 
Now, if you can't feel your legs, you can't walk. Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Two plus two is four. He was just, he just made an appearance, too. Right. On Raw. And a rep for Hulk Hogan says, nope, Hulk Hogan, doing well, not paralyzed. Everything's okay. No cane. And then on Monday, the Hulkster posted a picture of himself on Twitter at a karaoke night at his restaurant called Hogan's Hangout. Brother. What's going It is a good pickup line, though. Man, I can't feel my legs. Can you? Uh, 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 so stupid. Uh. <laughs> All right, that's your sport. So one final break. We'll come back, and we will wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, first off, thank you, Liv. Anytime. Let's do this again next week. Oh, you know what? Write it down. Liv coming in next week. Woo! Uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week was an amazing read. Uh, three uh, terrific. Lady Kaka. Candidates. <laughs> Dude, unbelievable. And you're going to be so stoked, Liv. So stoked. She doesn't take a bad picture. We threw up a picture of, of all of us in our in our serious pose, you know, up on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. And the blog picture, you know, the blog's right there. It's got uh-huh. crap on celebrity sports, everything that we covered on the show today. And it's got the title and the picture. The picture is a, 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 a beautiful picture of you next to the title, Poop's Always Hard to Beat. Ah. I, it's just so I ridiculous. Thought was, I thought the picture was too perfect for that it title. It really is, it's, dude. It's, it's pretty so, good. You look so nice, and you're so pleasant with a big old smile, and poop's always hard to beat. So it's up on the blog? <laughs> yeah, it's on the blog right now. 1057theboy.com. Uh, poop's always hard to beat. There it is. <laughs> it's, like a good, it's a good fiber medication ad. <laughs> dude. I'll endorse that. Oh, my All goodness. Right. <laughs> what a, what a perfect it end. does look like an ad for something. <laughs> it does. Uh, make sure you uh, make sure you vote while it's still up there for the uh, for the next twenty hours on our uh, on our Twitter for uh, for, for freak, freak of the week. I think there's a clear cut winner, but hey, you never know. And if you didn't hear the ads, make sure you check out the podcast. Yep, all out there for you. One zero five seven thepoint dot com slash riz for all your uh, riz needs. Uh, anything else, uh, lady uh, gentlemen? Got nothing. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, Jamie Rivers joins us. Uh, we got the uh, Friday fail stories, and we'll uh, we'll wrap up the week with the Big Friday show. Whew. All right. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com/teamriz. From Granite City, Mike Murphy is our. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike.